Hello and welcome back to Weave of the Nine Snow. I'm your Dungeon Master, Nathan, and we've got all of these heroes here. Heroes, say hello! Hello! This is the start of session number four for Weave of the Nine Stone. And as we are getting started, I think that what I need to do is allow all of you the opportunity to get updated right now on everything that's taking place in the entirety of the campaign. Obviously, if you want to go back and watch all these fantastic moments, highlights like Axios throwing his boxing match against his brother, or Uyanga standing up to the Crimson Rhino, and much more, you can find the playlist using the QR code that is right here. It'll take you to the VOD playlist where you can learn a lot more about the characters, about their world, and watch previous sessions, whether on YouTube or Mixcloud. But let's just get to the story as we are in the midst of an important moment. This world is Chrysalis. In short, the eight schools of magic come from eight different types of gemstones, sapphires, diamonds, topaz, you name it. And different nations or civilizations are built upon that kind of magic. It takes miners and weavers and merchants to trade and create the spells that we now know and love in D&D. But in this world, our six heroes are joined together as first-year students at the Celestial Conservatory. They have different reasons for being there, but ultimately they all have the goal of growing in their strength or in their network so that they can solve problems that they see in their world. This takes us to the second session where our party joins up, goes and discovers opportunities for them to build their own dorm, a special experience for our first years, meet a third year student named Nova, who then escorted them to the Garden of Taurus where Aegon's Dungeon Constellation's ability, along with some remarkable breath-holding constitution, allowed him to discover this secret entrance to the undiscovered Cavern of Taurus, a dungeon in the midst of the campgrounds, or the school grounds. As they went into the cave, descended down a slippery embankment, charged down a bowl-shaped uh, you know, door knocker, failed that, fought off some beetles very quickly, and then defeated it the second time through, they found on the inside a fountain, a mystical fountain with two bodies of water, uh, along with their own, uh, a, a pedestal with a mysterious tome, an ancient book on it. Aegon rolled remarkably well and had a supernatural experience, not only remembering the specific script and dialect that was written inside the text, but also that the logo on the front of the book belonged to Virgo, one of the constellations along Taurus. When he put this very delicate book in his backpack, they left the dungeon, spent a day in their classes. Axios won an archery contest. They stopped by Sky Gems and bought a few gems from Trior Tanawal. They then found themselves in the office of Headmaster Zagria, trying to ask her specifically what this book is about. But her response was a little unnerving. Headmaster Zagria seemed almost afraid to touch the book and obsessively pushed Aegon to remember the page that that book was open to when he touched it. Aegon, in the last recesses of his brain, was able to remember the exact page from the lettering on the, on, the, on the page. And while she herself was unable to decipher the text, her last statement before we finished was, if Aegon is in trouble, then I fear for all of us. And that is where we are going to start our session Whoa. today. Let's enter Headmaster Zagreus' office. If you walk across the Quadin campus into one of the buildings, you'll find many professors' offices at the end of the first story floor hallway on the right side. You walk down, you've got some sort of like a fine, ornate oak-like uh, cabinets and cases or books and, and other jewels and trophies. You walk to the very end, you see 
uh, like a, a three sides of a hexagon as the opening. You go through that main door. There you would normally find Gaius Canilla, a halfling, studiously working at his papers at the administrative desk in front of the office. And then her private quarters for her personal research and writing and work behind that, behind the closed door. Now, both of those doors are open. All six of our heroes standing there with this tome opened, wrapped in that fabric on the desk of that Gaius normally uses with Headmaster Zagria standing there. She holds her claws together and she looks very worried. Then I fear for all of us. What is this tome? Gaius, please close the door. Uh, yes, Headmaster. Um, should I leave? Uh, and she says, no, I... She thinks for a moment, and she goes, I need you to stay here. Um, please, uh, if anyone comes, go ahead and let them know that I'm preoccupied. Cancel all of my meetings for the rest of the day. Uh, yes, Headmaster. Um, he then goes and shuts the door, and he puts a little lock in it, and then he quickly scurries back to his desk, and he's standing beside it, the rest of you in a kind of a circle around the desk, the chair pulled to the side, no one seated, that, seated, and she looking over the book. She says, My guess, given where you, um, given the look of this script, is that it came from a place of celestial ties. Um, where exactly did you find this tome? Um... Well, I, I mean, There's no point. might as well, right? Yeah, yeah just, uh, just, I think being just honest is fine. So yeah. we, we were wandering around through the gardens of Taurus, and we stumbled upon, were led to an opening into a cavern. Who led you there? Uh, to some degree, Master Verini. <laughs> Um, Master Verini, before I left the monastery, taught me how to see um, memorable resources, uh, typically deposits when we were mining for diamonds in the mountains, um, without using my eyes. I could see the light reflected off of them throughout the caves. They, they bounce. It's hard to describe, but it's similar to constellations. Um... I was led by that. Let me, let me attempt to get this straight. You found a cavern Correct. in the Garden of Taurus. Under, technically. You found a cavern under the ga Garden of Taurus because the stars told you it was there? That sounds a little it was, it was odd for us, too. To some degree, yes. I, uh, I and remember... And you, you're telling me Master Vereni taught you this skill? Uh... Not necessarily taught. I'm not sure he entirely understood it either, but he helped me to access it, if that helps. Um, the best, best thing I have to say is I remember walking on steps made of light in the garden that didn't exist physically. Um, Quite the special case. Not sure. So that confirms it then. The Celestials are intervening. There are many moments when we receive clear, concrete messages from the Celestial beings. But if you were given 
all of you were allowed into a sacred place like this cavern that you're describing. It seemed to be the Temple to Taurus. It, it certainly... There was two fountains being fed by a yes. very large statue of Taurus. Yes, he... Well... Salt water, by the way. Magic, we have some. Magic magic salt water. Right. We have some. We, we if you... Uh, took it. <laughs> oh, you if you would like to spec... Like, yes. Example. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, we, yeah. I think we all she, She's going to give it. So, so she takes it from Mary, opens your flask, I don't have these for. Licks, li- licks, looks at it, <laughs> and then. Definitely salt <laughs> She takes one of the gems that she keeps on her waist um, and then holds it over it and then focuses. Her eyes are peering intently into this liquid as though she's waiting for something to happen. And then she stops and she goes. I don't see anything special about this. Here. Can um, I do an insight check on that? On her? Yeah. Yeah. We definitely sensed something special. We real li- Maybe... I mean, we sensed vague magical form. When we... T- Four? <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> so you're, you're paying attention to her demeanor, the way that she's going about this, and one of your thoughts is, wow, Headmaster Zachary is, like, really busy. <laughs> She's got a lot she to deal with. Time she's so pretty. <laughs> so she's she's looking at all of uh, uh, the pages there without touching any of them, and she says, "I I think that it would be best if we go back to the dungeon and see if there's anything there that can tell us more about it." Headmaster, I distinctly remember Master Verney working with. Sage Dulek. Yes. The Sage to Virgo. Yes, they were they were colleagues. Right. And I've seen Master Verini use some form of celestial imaging in order to put a version of himself in a different place while he meditates mm-hmm. and sees through the eyes of whatever this... Uh, yes, astral ast- projection. Sure, that uh, yes. didn't teach me. That's fine. Not so <laughs> well. Only only the most powerful, <laughs> only the most powerful spiritual casters can even attempt a version of that. Master Bereni has spent decades mastering that. I see. I I suppose I was hopeful that having worked with Master Bereni in the past, you would be able to get a message to Dulek, and she would be able to meet us here by the same method. She pauses. Um. Two of you not named Aerie roll insight. Uh, that's inside? probably smart. <laughs> <laughs> I have a plus three. Do you want to do that? I have a plus two. I also have a plus three. All right. Okay, let's go. Make it happen. Let them go. Twelve? Sixteen. Okay. Um, she, in this very brief pause, Cypress, your, your read on her at the moment is that she is a little sad. And she continues and says... My fear is that Master Diluc is unavailable. I haven't heard from her in a long time. Oh, oh no. Did, did something happen? Ah, oh, goodness. The last message I got said that she was going to try something different. Something that she had not attempted in a long time. It's much too complex for me to go over with you. Right now, you would need years of, of study just to understand what she was trying to divine, but after I received that message from her, I had not heard from her, and it's been 
almost three years since then. I fear for the worst, but she is an extremely capable sorceress, and I imagine that she has found something. I hope she found what she was looking for. But we need to focus on your state right now. I think, I think what I need is for all of you to try your best to rekindle whatever spiritual energy you discovered while in the dungeon of Taurus. If you are at risk, it would have to do with your ties to the heavens. And maybe, hopefully, there is no such risk, but I think it would be best for all of you to meditate on that for a moment and see if you can remember anything that you discovered while you were there. Which I will have you all do as players. You are going to all perform an arcana or religion check. It is your choice. The goal of your character is to try to sense if there is a relationship or a tie between you and whatever happened in that dungeon. Anything that you can think of. Go ahead and give, give it a shot. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Nine. Nineteen. Nineteen, nine. Sixteen. Sixteen. That's a two. <laughs> and a fifteen. So, all of you are spending a moment in her office, breathing, thinking, and, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, okay, uh, sure. Um, a group of students happen to be walking up to Headmaster Zagria's office at this exact moment. And so she says, guys, please, can you... And he's like, oh, uh, y- yes, Headmaster Zagria, one moment. And you are trying to focus, you're trying to concentrate, and you hear... And um, uh, <laughs> Aegon, you, if you were looking, you would probably recognize that one of the people there is the halfling that beat you in the archery competition, Melna. Um, her response that you could barely hear, you know, because the doors cracked open, the sound's creeping through. Is, oh, we're sorry, we can come back. What time do you know that she'll be available? And there's a little bit of a hustle bustle, and then finally, and then, and then halfling footsteps coming back to the table as all of you are meditating. <laughs> what you begin to feel in the midst of all of you, the circle that you've created, is a pulsing breath of energy. Cypress, I need you to roll Arcana. That's a nat 20. Yeah! <laughs> 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 you guys are loaded, dude. That's actually a <laughs> Cypress, a lot of things are about to happen all at once. Oh, so no. I want you to be ready. <laughs> First, everyone is there breathing, thinking. You are focused in on what you're trying to recall, but your memory is causing you to have problems, even processing what happened recently. But you hear the sound of music. And to all of you who see Cypress dancing, um, uh, you sit below. Most of you are probably closing your eyes. You just hear this dude wearing whatever you're wearing. You wear like wooden, wooden. Yeah. You just hear like the creaking of his clothes as he's dancing in place. Um, Cypress, you feel very strange. Almost like a heat wave came over you instantaneously. 
Um, it's harder to breathe. It, it's like someone knocked the wind out of your chest. You begin to see really bright lights in front of you, kind of like that concussion thing that we described when you left the grove, and... What are you holding in your hands right now? I think right now I probably don't have anything. Okay. You are in the midst of dancing, and suddenly, your right leg falls through the floor, <laughs> and you face plant into the ground because it was so sudden. Ow! Cypress? Cypress's right leg to all of you has a multicolored shimmer, like soap, if you were like holding it on a bubble blower. And it is vibrating at an intense speed. You cannot what even begin to imagine. It You reach to touch your leg, phases through. Every Where's time. My leg? You try to stand on it, it will not hold any weight. It's pushing through the floor, and you have to hold yourself with your knee or your hip or your other arms. Can I reach down and touch it? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> For the viewers at home, I reach out and grab nothing. <laughs> your hand through it. It reminds you of something. The rainbow road in the sky. Your foot couldn't step onto it. It went through it. It looked very similar to this, but it wasn't moving as much as his was. It's almost like his vibrating so quickly that it was phasing. Can't control it. It's just. It's, I don't know what's happening. Okay? Don't twitch. I don't know. The music hurt? is playing louder in your head. It's a bop, though. It's, <laughs> It's repeating over and over. It's six simultaneous instruments over and over and over again. Maybe it's just a phase. Hey! Oh. <laughs> what do you tell your... What, what, do you, what do you say? What do you do? I mean, I'm just panicking. Like, I don't know what's going on! Cyprus, Cyprus, uh, are, you, are you hurt or do you feel pain right I now? I don't feel anything! <laughs> so, what ends up happening at this point is... You are, um, you, you are <laughs> sitting on the floor, probably. You're probably not confident enough to stand on your two no. feet. Um, everyone's around you. She is rapidly cycling through the available stones in her office, and she's trying to find an answer to whatever's going on here, but she, she can't really pin what is happening, and so she seems almost as alarmed as, and as confused as you are. Gaius, of course, is, like, hyperventilating. Oh, poor Gaius. <laughs> Headmaster, 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 and she's kind of ignoring him because she's very focused on siphoning or like cycling through her gems to see if there's anything to work. She's like, Cypress, I'm afraid I can't help you very much right now. I need you to concentrate. Can you hear or see anything right now? I'm hearing a bop. You're hearing a bop. (laughs) (laughs) It's really doesn't match the situation. I'm hearing it. What does that mean? Okay, so. I don't know if you're hip with the lingo. A bop is basically a really good song. Yeah, I'm aware of what a bop is. <laughs> she's a dragon, not a nerd. She's an old lady. Um, so she, 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 it's not respectful. So she, 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 looks at, she looks at all of you and she says, if you're hearing music, then it, 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 it might be trying to tell us something. Um, and she goes back to the text, and you see that there is a sort of shimmering energy in the midst of the room that is pulling in and out, almost like a very small gravitational field uh, around the tome itself. And Uyanga, I need you to roll performance for me. It's a good thing for her to roll. Yeah, yeah. sure is. <laughs> well, 15. 
turns out that is still enough. Um, uh, what do you have, like, plus five or six? Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it's probably going to help. Um, Cypress mentions this music, and you're looking at the text in front of you, and you... I think it helped partially that you as a group were standing in a circle to a point where you were seeing the text from kind of like a different angle, but you have a moment of real revelation. You do not know much about the sacred text. You are not studied in mystic arts or mythology. You are looking at these slanted characters on the page, a script that you do not understand, but no has ties to the celestial background. Something Vereni would write to Diluc and that he would receive in return, but you realize that there's gaps in between the statements on the page, that they're written in repetitions after each other. This is not a letter. This is a song. What you are looking at are lyrics to something. And a melody starts to form in your mind. And like a song that writes the words, rather than the words that write a song, your eyes begin to glow. Much like Aegon's when he uses Dungeon Constellations, much like uh, Nova and her celestial background, you all see her begin to peer, light begins to form, she's pulled closer, and those scripts on the page, in your mind only, begin to turn and shape with lines and notes, and finally, the words and you can only read and understand this if you sing it in the sound of its composition. So, Uyanga, if you would please. Maiden so innocent, honest and dear, last of the stars to have faith in us here. She walked in the gardens and sang to the moon, shut her eyes to our greed, gave us hope in our doom. But the wars of our world brought her anguish and shame, that the people she cherished would give malice such fame. So she wept and she sang and she fell to the earth. All the stars bid her leaves claimed mortals had no worth. But instead she refused, chose to stay here with us, and she builds our own tomb among the stars flickering dust. If her souls finds rest, let her guide us where we are. But if heavens want their maiden, let her travel swift and far. To the mountains and the skies, let her soul find new life with the other constellations. Virgo, blessed to join the night sky. First of all, I'm just going to clap. That's so fun. That's so fun. The moment that these words are sung in front of all of you, the words on the page take their shape. And you can all look at this now. Headmaster Zagria looks at the sheet and at you and back your eyes are beginning to fade in their glimmer as you almost return back to Chrysalis, to Earth. And she says, 
How did you know these texts? I don't know. Okay. That was, this is good. That was the song. It was. That yeah. I was hearing. How, yeah, you were hearing like the remix how did version. You, <laughs> how did you do that? I, I don't know. She says, this is, this is excellent. Um, I knew pieces of Astria's story, the namesake of Virgo, but I didn't realize just how her resting place could affect us today. Her resting place? Well, was that the tomb of Virgo? No, I don't think so. It says uh, here, she points to the text, that there was star dust where she built her tomb. Mm. The Celestial Conservatory is on a mainland. It's, it's not given enough elevation to be considered stardust. There are mountains like Heaven's Gate that get us close enough to collect some of the star's dust for our spellcasting purposes. I, I don't think that, the, that this Taurus tomb was it, but allow me to think for a moment. She paused, she says, does, does the song say anything about my leg? It's still not here. Um, uh, conveniently, at that exact moment, your leg begins to reform. And it is now returning to its normal self. You feel in your leg the equivalent of the deadest leg you have ever had. <laughs> wow. Like someone just like knocked that nerve multiple times and you're just sitting on it. So, while he puts blood back into his leg, um, she says, if I understand correctly, then there is something about the curse of Virgo that might be applying to you, Cypress. Curse? 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 I'm not that surprised. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Guys, is there anyone anyone waiting for me? Um, He looks out and he says, no, you don't have anyone for at least another hour. I'll, I'll, I'll keep watching. And she says, okay, great. So um, if I remember the celestial mythology and the stories of them, uh, many of the celestial beings, they took to their part in the night sky, but Virgo was the last to join them. She was called to leave Chrysalis and to go into the heavens where she would become Virgo. But Astrea, um, uh, the fair maiden, she decided not to. She, she believed in the good of, of, of humanity, of humanoids, and so she decided that she would, would stay instead, and um, according to this song, built her tomb here. And so she rests, and if... Well, this is theory, I suppose, but Master Vereni mentioned that if a celestial spirit is not given proper ability to ascend then their spirit will attempt to try to find uh, a powerful enough vessel to ascend to the heavens instead. And... I'm not a boat! <laughs> and I... I know this must be scary for you, Cypress. Yeah, no kidding! My understanding is that unless this text was... This, this celestial script was returned to the resting place of Virgo herself, and she was able to ascend, then you might go in her stead. That's not going to happen. I sure hope not! We're not going to let that happen. Where do we need to go? At um, this moment, Lupin. Your necklace? 
falls through your neck and onto the floor. My neck? (laughs) Your neck is phase shimmering. Can I still talk? Yes. (laughs) That's a really good point. Um, Why don't you simulate having a phased neck while you talk now? Um, uh, guys, can you find <laughs> <laughs> Is that... Is it just me? <laughs> no, I don't think it's just you. Um. Is this the same oh. thing? Is this... That's what it looks like! It is the same okay. thing. Okay, we well, his came all... back. Uyanga, Ares, whatever you're holding in your hand, falls to the ground as your right and left arms, respectively, are now phasing. Not you! I'm not alone! Well... Why is he his leg back? Um, wait, yeah, so his leg came back, so... So my neck should so come back. So in should come back, right? And Tegelson, Aegon, you both... Oh, thanks. Oh, that's fun. Um, <laughs> your entire heads are facing. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are gonna be... Why are you looking at me? Right? I don't... Um, I don't think your mane was do always I, that sparkly. Uh, do I have something on my face? Um, you don't yeah, have his entire mane. Imagine like multicolored, like <laughs> sparkle show going on. I mean, entire sparkle. Would well, be like um, Aurora Borealis. Yeah, just like yeah. that. It's just like in his mane, just like oh, that. I'm, well, shaking, I'm shaking my mane back and forth. Well, you're beautiful, but we need to beautiful. find a way to fix this. This Overall, can't keep happening. I think this was an upgrade. <laughs> so she says, Axios, this is nothing right to now, joke about. My, <laughs> my understanding is that there's a limited amount of time before your entire selves would ascend. I thought you needed one vessel, not six. six. Well, clearly, none maybe. of you are powerful enough to be <laughs> yeah, Maybe the six of us. She would take level two. Maybe I the six burned. of us. My, if I were to guess, the fact that all of you found this script at the same time simply means you are all sort of infected by this spirit. Okay, I don't understand. so what is our success uh, goal? What is, what is how our, do we survive this? What do we do? I want to live. I think that we need to spend some time and figure out exactly how dangerous it is and how much time you have. I... I don't think we have time to spend. We don't even have a prognosis. Do you think it's possible that we could transfer this affliction into one vessel? I would take I don't even know how you got it in the first place. Master Luke might know more about this, but I have not spoken to her in years. We, 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 we either need to find a way for you to go and find the research that it takes to discover the, the uh, cure for this, or you need to find her resting place and, and return it per the, the legend, or we need to find Master Luke. I, I'm sorry. I don't, you shouldn't have to see him like this. Gaius looks up at her, and he's tugging on her robe. No. <laughs> Headmaster Zagria, um, am I also going to be cursed? Uh, and she looks down and she says, Oh, oh goodness, I'm sorry, guys. I should have made you leave. Guys, I'm sorry. But no one is allowed to leave this room. What do you mean? We need to go what find the resting place. I don't know how you were exposed to this. You know how we were exposed. We if, found the tome. If proximity to the tome is what gives you this curse, and Aegon is the only one who touched the tome, and now all of you have this, we cannot let you walk out of here until we have a plan. Is it the water? Could it have to do with the song? Anyone who heard it? 
I don't know, but for now we do assume that all eight of us are afflicted, and we need to be careful. Gaia starts shaking Gaia's where he so stands. Sorry. I know, it's, it's okay. I, I, um, I've always wanted to study more celestial spirits in, in person, and this we might be uh, my chance to do an extended study abroad. What a um, can-do attitude, bud. We will hey, take buddy. care of you. Okay. And I look down on this, like, I mean, how tall this guy is? Four or one. So he's like half my height. Yeah. I looked out at this dude and I'm like, it's okay, buddy. I also want to go study the Celestials. And he can't even look at you. No matter what. <laughs> whatever yeah, we're going to do, whether or not we get cured, we're going to do it together. Can you but I have an idea. Oh. I say we all hold hands and she sings the song again and I'll stand in the middle and then maybe I can ascend because that would be super no, cool, no, you guys. We're not we're letting not, you ascend. No, 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 we're, we're not letting you ascend. I want to go to the stars. No, that's not the way. No. Uh, I mean, wow. <laughs> it might work. No, no, no. He's we're not it. sacrificing anyone. Think of it. Oh, think of it no, it's a promotion. Aegon. Well, he doesn't yeah. want. To. We need, we need to take this one step at a time. We need to document everything in case something happens to us. And we need to be sure that we do not risk other students here. That is my primary objective, including yourselves. Can I still roll persuasion to <laughs> Encourage guys? Yeah, go ahead. Roll persuasion. Right. I don't know my persuasion. It's not really good, but... Uh, well, it's an... So he, he looks at you and he says that. You're going to sacrifice yourself. Oh, oh no! Go, oh, no! See what you've done. Oh, oh. You know, in retrospect, sacrifice is not the right word. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're in the room right now, and she says, "Okay, I need some time. I can't leave leave this room either. But perhaps I can send for someone to um, deliver a, a package of some of my." more advanced scrying and messaging gems so we can try to do something with this information. I need two randoms of you, Lupin and Axios, to roll perception. Four. Hold on, I got you. (laughs) I'm too distracted by my glowy man. Sorry, 20. Doing this thing again? 30, 20? Great. Um, I'm glad you're enjoying this. She is going to continue talking. Um, she says, she says um, so I think that it is obvious that since it's getting late um, and classes have ended for today, we don't have much risk of other students coming and um, us having to uh, de-escalate the situation for them. So I think it makes sense if we all spend the night here in this room. Um, you can stay with me. I'll watch over you. Um, it is very, very important that you, Lupin, you look out this, we established that there's a kind of a glass door, Nalna and, and other students just walk away from it. You look through and you see a student. Um, it's Derek. That's what I was better thinking. not be better Derek. Better not be Derek. Or sacrifice Derek! <laughs> That would be fine. Yeah, him, him having a recommendation and whatnot, I'm sure he has enough power. Oh, oh yeah, sure definitely. He can handle, he it. handle it all on his own. Oh, yeah. Sorry, it took a while. I, uh, 
not that one. Uh, I couldn't find the the image here for a second. You see, you see this student. Um, you you recognize this as Trior uh, from the from Merchant Stand. I'm actually I'm a uh, little salty because that was not that's actually not the image. I, I swapped it out between sessions. Uh, I want this one instead, but I need to grab the link. So the link. 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 Sorry. New, new image for 3R. Fits his character more. Um, oh yeah, I like him. Okay, great. So that hair. you you see you see Trior. He is walking oh, no. towards the office as she continues speaking. You just see this out of the corner of your eye. Um, and she says, "It is extremely important. I cannot overstate how important it is that no one know about this. There are people that." There are people that will do anything to learn more about the Celestials, and I fear they will not take your lives into account. So it's important that we keep this here. What about that guy out there that I just saw? You turn? Yeah. You point him immediately. You're just like, that guy right there that sees you standing yes. there in the window. Okay. Uh-huh, without a neck. <laughs> yeah, you're like, there. Um, you turn, and as soon as Trior sees all of you looking at him, he starts sprinting away. That's not suspicious. Oh, no. wait. <laughs> she says, it's fine. It's fine. I, hopefully he didn't see very much. Um, they don't have a heads. I don't have a neck. I know. I, there isn't much that I can do. I, um, Trior is not a student at this conservatory. He is a second year at the Solar Conservatory. Perhaps he won't go and share this with the other students. Um, uh, yeah, Gaius, uh, could you please cover the window, please? Uh, and you see, you see Gaius. Um, he pulls out a stone and then casts darkness over over the. Uh, darkness, cool. So is it? It's kind of the, actually he casts fog cloud. That's probably oh, smarter. Okay. So he casts fog cloud. Yes. So he's sprinting. Would darkness. I have time to cast something through? The... He is the moment he starts sprinting. Forty feet away. Uh, okay. I, I don't know what your range is. I'm, it's I'm only a 25. Oh, rats. Yeah, you're kind of like into the office, and he's outside of the yeah. door of the office. Um, he ran because you pointed at him. Um, so, what ends up I happening... Have a pointing problem. <laughs> so, what ends up happening is she says, okay, I think it's best if we all stay here tonight. All right. Is there beds? Yeah, I look yeah. around for like a couch or I, something. I can't do much, but I can do this. Guys, please. Um, he says... Oh, oh, right. Oh, um, uh, yes, yes. I, I think I, I think I understand what you're getting at. Um, topaz. And he creates floating discs that are a few feet off the ground. Nice. Um, as little pseudo beds there for you. Cool. Can I just sleep on the floor? I'm more used to it. He says, oh, oh, okay. Um, here, guys, you can take mine. Oh, oh, that's, um. Oh, I guess I don't have a bed myself either. You'll need a place to sleep. Plus, I mean... He makes a tiny one. <laughs> Plus, I mean, we talked about getting dinner later. I sleep like over. we're going to get dinner later. Sleepover! Sleepover! I have a question oh. about the discs. Yes. Um, are they like, like, uh, Tempur-Pedic, where they, like, <laughs> conform to your body, or are they just, like, <laughs> a CD? <laughs> My understanding is that they, they are solid, but don't have to be hard. So, um, firm, uh, 
I imagine you. He's attempting to give you the softest bed possible. Uh, yeah. Can sure. I have the sleep number. <laughs> <laughs> um, his his uh, discs that are there are really uncomfortable. Darn. Oh. He didn't do the best job. Speaking of firm, where's Fern? Fern is yeah. outside. In the stables. She's with Saruman. Sar. Can he? Kitty? He's pretty far from where you are right now. Fern and Sar are okay. Since They're playing together in the paddock. Quarantining. Could we maybe, like, I don't know, get sneak out when no one's around and go to, like, our dorm where we, like, we have a kitchen and beds? And... I, I understand that you might be concerned, but we don't know how this curse is spread. If at all. Uh, if it goes through the air or through touch or through line of sight or through words so spoken... So, what you're saying, it could go through these walls of this office right now. I am only trying to minimize risks. I think it'll do our, for our dorm is further away from all the people. Cypress, we got I stuck on the outskirts. I think we should listen to... Cypress, right no. give me one night. I will attempt to do my best to study all of your behavior. If Gaius and I exhibit symptoms, then I will also be able to study myself. But we don't want to risk anyone else. That is my priority. There will be no discussion of this. Headmaster. Yes. There was a third year in the garden with us that Should probably wouldn't have any issue. She didn't come into the, the tomb. Who is this? Nova. Her name is Nova. Oh. Uh, Could we? I'll send for her. Thank you. We will try to send her a message without her having to physically be in this room, but that makes sense. Okay. Guys, could you fetch one message? Yes, that master. Okay, so she's preparing a message. Um, at this point, it is getting late. The sun is beginning to set as the quad begins to drift into nightfall and all of the students in their respective dorms are laughing and joking about their first day of classes. They're preparing to go to sleep and they're maybe bored or frustrated with homework that they have on the first day of classes. How dare he? And as they are maybe grabbing a late cup of coffee or walking among the quad and finding their rooms to sleep, all of you are huddled in Master Zagria's office. All of your phasing has stopped. It is all gone. And she and Gaius have not exhibited any such symptoms either. Um, she says, okay, well, the fact that Gaius and I have been unaffected after several hours suggests that it may have more to do with those who entered the dungeon instead of those who were here in this room. Maybe it will be all right after tonight for you to go back to your dorm. But we still need to learn more about what this song and what this curse can mean. Um, at this point, um, you have eaten food. Um, what do you eat? I don't know, I'm curious. What, what, did, you, what did you expect? Stew! Stew. Is there a place to cook in the office? Is there yeah, a way to she, make food? She can conjure a small kettle for you to work with. Nice. Let's just say that you put hot water in it, and then, boom, put some fire on that, and you've got yourself a stew. Cool. Hot uh, water stew. Um, Guy says, oh... I'm so sorry we didn't stock any additional snacks in here this week. I, we're going to need some sort of vegetable to put in the stew. If only there was some sort of herb or fungus that we could put inside of the <laughs> stew. Oh, you mean this? <laughs> I have one of those. Yeah, I don't that, care about that it. You can have it. That would be fantastic. We're talking about 
Yeah, I've got one as well. So you put, a, you put your own guy in? Bye. Cypress, roll perception. <laughs> roll perception or roll persuasion? Well, doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> Actually, uh, eight. Eight? Okay, you hear the stew boiling and Wisdom. bubbling. How nice. How nice. Anyway, so you have some mushrooms. Anyway. <laughs> stir, stir, stir. You're eating up. Um, later that mm-hmm. evening, um, she says, all right, um, I've prepared an incantation that I think all of us should be able to recite. This is an opportunity for me to see much more clearly your individual thoughts. If you are, if you are comfortable with it, it might give me insight into whatever's going on with your bodies as well as with your minds. Um, so he hands you this piece of paper. When you say see our individual thoughts, how deep are you going here? Uh, typically I mean, what I see is the thoughts and feelings that are most prevalent, the ones that, that are most occupying a person's mind. Understood. Suppose she is the one who gave us the orbs. So, uh, let's, let us begin. And she walks over and she's looking at you, actually, she says, Axios, are you ready? Yes. She goes to place her hands out so that you can put yours in her hands. They're a little cold. They're a little hard. Scaly. Um, and <laughs> right as she begins, you hear a sound. immediately immediately outside of the office you hear a voice Headmaster Zagria oh. on behalf of Truthkeeper Prionis and the, uh, the Library of Evolution we would like to ha- uh, we would like you and these students to report to us immediately failure to comply will result in immediate incarceration you have 10 seconds to comply Ten. She looks at all of you and she says, Okay, I didn't think it would take this long. Um, nine. Where's the back end exit? There is no exit here. Is this bad? Are we getting arrested? Eight. Yes. Huh. She says, listen to me carefully. The other headmasters may not be trustworthy. What you need to do is find an opportunity to escape and find this burial place. So Seven. I'm going to do everything I can to we help have you get to take out of the here. tome. Six. Uh, 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 coming, just one moment. Five. Listen to me. I'm going to try to send you as far away from here as possible. I'll get you maybe a few, uh, like a hundred yards heads up. Um, That's enough. You need to stay as far away from others as possible while maintaining your identity. Find resources. If you can network, this is useful, but try to keep off of official registries and guild lists. Three. Can do that. Yeah, um, um, yes. Uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm so sorry. She walks over to the door. And she opens it, and she shuts it behind her. Gaius had followed her to the door, and he locks it. She walks out front, and she's standing in front of what you now see in front of you. These are four clothed, blue-rothed-clothed people. They're, two of them are humans. One of them is a dwarf, and one of them is a, a halfling. But here is one of them, the, the one who's speaking currently. This is what they look like. You can see through the glass of her office that she is addressing him directly. She says, um, um, Melton, um, if there was perhaps a chance for us to reconvene in my personal quarters, he says, 
I understand the gravity of the matter at stake, Headmaster Zabria. I think that it is obvious to you and I that the best thing for us to do is to take these students into custody so that we can study them. She says, I, I feel that it is most important for me to have at least some more time to process this experience that they're going through. The dwarf chimes in. He says, you don't have any jurisdiction over these students more than we do. The, head, the, the truth keeper has declared it, so we will make it known. And she says, okay, let me go and um, just speak to them. Uh, just to help prepare them for what to expect. If, I, I think you know as well as I that if they're in a... You see her lips moving, but none of you can really make it out. Um, I'll let two of you roll for like a crazy high perception. This is here. I have a great perception. Two of you, two of you. Go, go, go. Dirty 20. It's pretty good. Not good enough. She's facing away from you is the problem. Um, so you don't have you don't have lips to I, despite what I previously said, you don't have lips to read. You can roll. You should probably roll. Basically get a crit. Well actually that's not negative. Negative. Sixteen. Okay. So you she's whispering and then the dwarf he harumps in place. And then the this human that was speaking first, um, he says, Fine, Investor Zebra. We'll give you thirty seconds. She walks back into the office. She opens it. Gaius unlocks it. Opens, stands inside. And you see the four of them, calm, hands at their sides, waving in the hallway of the faculty quarters. She stands there and she says, students, come, come closer, please. Um, we're not going to have much time. Even if I were to use all of my magical ability to defeat these powerful wizards, we would doubtless, doubtless have more coming. Um, the people of the Library of Evolution, many of them have teleportation spells that can allow them to get here at a moment's notice. One message from this group and we would be immediately surrounded. Um, I will do what I can. But I need to get to the spell that I need to teleport all of you out of here. And so she starts searching around very casually, calmly, just kind of like, like she's just sort of passively pushing books and looking, but you can tell that she's opening them and secretly seeing which gems are hidden inside of particular ones, and she opens one, and it's empty, she says. The mother of Nestra, I loaned it to Minster. Okay. I know this one in Professor Manuel's office. I'm so sorry to do this. I need your help. We need to get to Professor Mullis' office down the hall. If I have just moments to open up his safe and get, get this particular spell, I'll be able to get you out of here. Your time's up, Headmaster Zagria. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. One moment. And she says, I also have the ability to modify their memories. So if we can subdue these forms, perhaps they will forget what you look like. But we need a distraction. And that's when you hear a familiar voice. Oh. You hear from the corner of the freaking room. Well, it seems like you got yourself in a bit of a pickle, huh? Um, uh, and Nova, Nova decloaks. Dope. Oh, I love her. 
She 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 I'm says. Glad it's you. She says. Sorry, I wasn't here sooner. I heard someone talking about me, but after everything that happened yesterday, y'all seemed almost too excited. And I heard whispers of something strange that happened at Sky Gems while I walked by, so I thought I would come investigate. Thanks for letting me in on your little uh, song fest here. That was quite lovely. Aegon. If what you are describing is true, if what you're describing is true and you saw something in the garden, She pauses twice. Uyanga, when your eyes glowed just now, um, did you see anyone or you were seeing? Can I roll perception on that to see if I did? Sure. I'm gonna give you a dagger. <laughs> nice. Uh, 17. It says, he would have looked like you would have looked like me. He would be um, sort of paler, translucent blue skin. You would have had very thick white hair, which he kept short. Um, did you see him walking there? Uh, you, in your memory, you saw many things. Your eyes glowing with all these visions. But generally speaking, it felt like it was an endless escalator of very translucent spirits that were ascending up into the heavens. Imagine the scene from Soul where yeah. they're like going to go to the big ball of light, right. except they're more full-bodied, right? They're like, they're right. like walking demons. A 17 is not enough for me to confirm certainly whether you saw him. Um, he says, you know, if, if, you, if you finish this and see him, just tell him that I miss him and I'd like to see him myself someday. Yeah. She turns to Headmaster Zachary. She says, I can do it. You can do what, Nova? I can, I can, I can distract these guards and give the Truth Keeper something to, to chase after for a while. And she says, Nova, that won't be necessary. We can modify their memory. She's like, if they come to and the modify fails, you and I both know that they will continue to have memories of the faces of these six. No. Put my face there instead. That should make it much easier. I am, it will be easy for me to escape them. I'll go to a stole in the north. And if they follow me there, great. I know those mountains like the back of my hand. I should be able to evade them for a long time. Don't uproot your life for our sake. This may not just be about you. I think that there's a chance that I could see my father again, and so I'm going to take that. Uyanga steps forward and she puts her hand on Nova's shoulder and says, I know what it's like to want to see your father more than anything. Good luck. And can I roll Bardic Inspiration for her? Ha! Let's go! Yeah! Well, you're not rolling, but you just give it to her. Yeah, so I give her Bardic Inspiration. Okay, I will have it. This is uh, Nova's inspiration. Um... So, all this has happened in a pretty short amount of time. I was sort of playing it up. What ends up ultimately happening is the, the man at the front, Malkatin, he looks forward and he goes, That is enough. Please come outside and let the students come and find the truth behind their condition. The students, this, there's nothing to be afraid of. The, uh, a female human that's standing next to him says, 
we have the most wonderful accommodations that will ensure that you will find the best life for yourselves. Very few have the opportunity to enjoy the Library of Evolution. You will get to see it inside and out. Yes, so quit your griping and, and come along with us. I'm going to go back to our prison. Sounds like it was your exercise. Headmaster Davia walks forward. All things considered, I don't trust them. And she says, I've never trusted them. It's been a while since I've done this. Three, two, one. Roll for initiative. What is going to happen here as we start combat is, this will be theater of the mind. I'm describing to you what's taking place. Um, you are going to have a surprise round since these people are at the moment not necessarily ready for you to act. These are, um, to your perception, relatively powerful wizards, but you have numbers and you have the headmaster along with Nova there with you. So I'm going to be playing both Nova and Zagria. Um, I will roll for them in just a moment. But with this surprise round... I need everyone to order themselves on the table. Just go ahead and announce yourselves. 19. 5. 11. I assume the closer to... The closer the DM goes first. Bianca, what'd you get? I got 19. 5. I got a 10. You're right in I got an 11. I got 16. Can you write this one? Zagreb? Yeah. Here's the Great. So I think that's where we are. And then Lupin and Axel. You got a 12? Oh, 12. And then you'll be ahead of Axel. Where is Nova going? I'll tell you in a second. That'll represent everyone else when we get there. So let me roll for the two of them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the sound of that. That was funny. Uh, okay, cool. So what's the highest number? 19. Uh, who is right before 9? Or sorry, who's before uh, 10? Actually, who's I just before 10? 10. I, okay, cool. I'm yeah. 5. I'm before 10. I'm, cool. I'm, just, I'm just tracking stuff here. Um... I might just ask you to remind me of your initiative when you take sure. your first turn. Um, uh, but if, if I ask you. Uh, immediately, all of you spring into... Act- Wait, who's the highest again? I forgot. Hey, What'd you get? 19. Cool. Immediately, Nova with a nat 20. Nice. nice. She flips... Not literally. She, she immediately leaps forward. She pulls two daggers that are throwing daggers from her kit. And then goes... At the two, uh, at two of the the guys that are in front of you, and ah, ah, both of them, uh, yeah, both of them absolutely with like crazy. Uh, they they oh, just no. like, foo, foo, and they just clink clink into the ground. And she continues running. She says, "All right, uh, that's her response to that." <laughs> warning shots. <laughs> yeah, they were just warning shots. Certainly, uh, Aegon, get him. I ready my quarterstaff and I I go in. Alright. I don't know what the location is. Yeah, so let's describe let's describe the scene. Relatively congested hallway, part two, like the Beatles. Um, we're gonna say it's <laughs> thirty feet wide. There are cabinets and bookshelves in let's say in arbitrary enough places where you can use them if you wish. There are very small light fixtures that are above going down the hallway, a runner, a rug that goes very far down. It's kind of ornate. Um, you've got two classrooms before, or sorry, two, uh, what are they called? Offices before you get to Molnor's office. In that gap of only 50 feet stands these four, which are, for the most part, basically just standing in a horizontal line. Let's say for flavor that the, the male human is in front, um, and the other three are kind of there behind him. Great. Cool. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ready my quarter staff, I'm going to sprint up, and I'm going to clock this dude with an uppercut with my weighted quarterstaff right in, like, the side of his face. Do it! That's why. 
Nat 20. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> hey, now, excuse me. You'll notice that um, he doesn't exactly have, like, really intense armor on right now. This does, uh, uh, well, I, I don't know how much damage, but it feels like it really, really shook him up. Uh, so you roll the damage die twice, and then you add modifiers after that. Right. Uh, so I assume, oh, it's a d8. Oh, no. Oh! Poor buddy. Oh! Sorry, finish that. D8s. How much damage? Hang on. We're getting there. It's two d8s. Uh, I have to take a look at the dragon. 15. 15 damage? Yeah. Holy moly. Wow. Do you like yeah. hit him twice or just hit him extra hard? I hit him so hard. <laughs> so it hits him underneath the chin right here where it both spins him backwards and upwards. Ow. And you, you just notice that you can hear it. It is, there's like a crack as it, he's like, oh, oh. and he immediately is, is tossed to the side. We're going to say he catches himself, so he's still upright, but it is blood immediately starts sort of like pouring down this <laughs> this this wound you put in the side Ow. of his head. No chance. He looks he looks pretty badly hurt. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. What are you, you... You said there was something that you were doing. Uh, um, I'm not done with my turn, but... Yeah. Do you want me to finish my turn? Logan. Yeah. I want you to roll D100. Help Help. Uh, I've got two percentage die here if that would help you. Oh, I have two I have two percentage die as well. But is this my percentage? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, 24. It is time to reveal the nature of this cursed affliction that all of you face. Oh. The celestial ascension process, um, according to the very little that you know, merely means that as time goes on, all of you are being essentially sucked into the heavens piece by piece. But instead of it being like like a little like just removed, there are moments where aspects of your physical form are sort of fading in and out as you are struggling to hold on to your corporeal nature. Oh right, yes. A few things happen. First cool. Oh, I guess I never got to the more exciting part here. Um, in addition, the Celestials have a, an infinite amount of fascinatingly chaotic control over the energy that their own Celestial scripts provide. This particular one, the script of Virgo, has its legend. But regardless, all of you have an interesting uh, uh, predicament here. How many of you know what a wild magic sorcerer is? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All of you. You should describe for the viewers at home. Yeah, I will. All of you are cursed as wild magic sorcerers. Any time any of you rolls a critical hit on an attack or a skill check, then you will have multiple things occur. Your corporeal lifespan drops. We'll get to that in a bit. Great. In this case, uh, Aegon, your your left foot starts phasing through the floor. And, you ready for this? Your skin turns a vibrant shade of blue. Okay. Well, you look different. Great. As his eyes light up and his energy is being thrown into this attack, you see sparks fly from his eyes, and then as it gets pulled back into his body, his entire skin, bright blue. The brightest blue you've ever seen. Almost like 
like effervescent light, like like lights up the hallway kind of blue. It's not literally glowing. Oh, okay. It is merely like cyan blue. Oh no! It is you're very that's gross. You're, you're closer to Nova now. You mad? Oh great! Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she turns to you. And she goes, "Hey, that's my thing." She goes, "Whoa." That's it. That's all that happens. Right? There's not a lot of time to react to things. Right. That's hot. Um, okay, so uh, in light of the fact that my foot is phasing into the ground, um, I'm going to now uh, drop to one knee. So this guy is like kind of on his hands and knees, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to drop to a knee, and I'm going to use a key point and unleash a flurry of blows and punch him like... Do just a like a jab, 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 uppercut into his like gut. Good, 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 good. good. Just yeah. like wreck, destroy. Go ahead, go ahead and roll attack. Um, He's gonna have IBS now. Uh, fifteen to hit. Uh, fifteen does hit. Uh, yeah. Hang on, one moment here. I, I, I want you. I guess I. I wish I had said this earlier. Um, Zagria tells you that oh, you're, it's two that you strikes. should. <laughs> this is obvious, I hope, but I'm going to make it clear just for your own narration purposes. She made it clear that you are to not kill any of these uh, sorcerers. That it is of the most importance that they remain alive. Because without the modified memory, then suddenly it changes the nature of your mission. Uh, so, just so you know, in light of that, yeah, I'm going to spend a key point on top of that to use a dash action... To go okay. punch the human female that was next to him? Yes, you can do that. In the stomach as hard as I can twice. Which is 15 and 14 to hit, respectively. Okay. So you're saying you attack her instead? That's correct. Okay, cool. Um, uh, only one of them hits. So Great. Uh, now you know. AC's 15. Uh, and know. as you are hitting her, how much damage? Uh, D4 plus 4. Uh, 6. Okay. Yeah. You're good. So... How close was she to that person? Because I need to figure out feet whether... Away. Like oh, okay, so I don't away. need to use a dash in order to hit her? No. Great. I'm not going to then. <laughs> cool. Good job. Uh, so, you yeah, see this Aegon leaps into action, clobbered, phases, trying to... He's like hobbling a little bit, punch, punch, blood coming out of the Malkinton's chin here, and the rest of you... You're still fighting, baby. <laughs> Immediately... It is time for Malkinson's turn. Um, uh, so go ahead and put uh, one marker there for him. Um, uh, yeah. Thank you. Sure. I don't want to move. <laughs> um, so he he looks at you and he says, How dare you! And he holds a stone from his hand and casts a spell on you. Make a constitution saving throw, my friend. No. Five. Wait, oh, no, uh, Constitution, hold please. That's right. That's, oh, that's right. a d20. Uh, oh, no, I'm actually, I'm actually, I read this wrong. Um, okay. he's, he's making an attack roll. Okay, me. so a black yeah. beam of energy shoots from his hand. <laughs> and it strikes you in the back of the head as you're, as you're working against this other human that's here. Mm-hmm. And immediately, um, your body... No. He's doing, he's not doing damage, he's, like, cursing. Your body... No. It's as if you know the feeling where you hit your funny bone. It's as if every limb in your body feels this way now, and you feel Ooh, drained. No. Oh, You've been hit with ray of enfeeblement, Ow. which basically <laughs> deals half dam. You will deal half damage with your weapon, um, with any weapon that uses strength. 
uh, or in this case, unarmed attacks as well, until the spell ends. Uh, at the end of each of your turns, you can make a constitution saving throw to remove it. Um, yeah. Uh, I can use dex instead of strength for my attack rolls. Because uh, that is it. helpful. Yeah. Swag. He's trying to make you weak and he's you're correct. I'm a monk. You're, you're, you're <laughs> using <laughs> speed. Martial arts, dude. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 and then he continues. And as you're sitting there with all this drained out of you, he looks at you and he goes, And take this! And you see as red fire shoots from his hands and um, launches towards you and also hits you. Um, how are you against fire damage? Uh, I any don't resistances, have any resistances, nothing special. Great. But I can reaction do something. I have okay. 14 armor class. I don't know if you have that already. Yeah, I have it. Okay, great. Um, uh, how are you doing? I don't know how reactions work. Uh, you get one reaction per round of combat, right. so you can use it now. So I'm reacting with... Sorry. I'm trying to find it. Um, stones and dirts. Reduce damage out to you by 1d12 plus 2 minutes for short rest. Okay, yeah. This would be that. Um, I guess... Okay, well, I'll uh, tell you, and then you can reduce it. Um, okay. This fire strikes, and you are completely unprotected from it. And it burns your skin, your blue skin. Um, as this pain sears into your flesh, you take 10 points of damage. Um, minus 5? Minus 5, yes. Great. We take those. Yeah, it's a good it's a good use of your... Uh, that's a Goliath perk, right? That's great. Cool. Uh, hey, tough guy. That's, you gotta have a tank somewhere. Yeah. Uh, all right. Finally, uh, whoever's next, go. That's me. Ours just happens. So they're in between us and the office we're trying to get to. Yeah. I'm gonna turn into a bear. Yeah, Drew. <laughs> I'm a bear. I'm a, bear. I'm a brown bear. Yeah. You want to turn? Okay. Bear? So that's a bonus action, right? She's gonna turn into a bear. Bonus action. I mean, you yeah, it's a bonus action for me. Okay. What do you do now? Um, I don't know if you can. Cause you're loving. Roar. Scratch yourself. <laughs> Eat honey. Can I? Like. How many can I just like knock to a wall like out of the way? Like clear a path for be... us to run through. So it's it's one attack against one person, unless okay. it's an area of effect attack. But it's if not... you're saying I really just want to kind of push all of them, yeah, I'll let you do athletics on it. Okay, with the bears. Yeah, if you do extremely well, if you do extremely well, you can knock them maybe one or two of them from. I'll take that. Right. So, so it's not an attack, won't do damage, but you might make it easier for um, others to get through. Athletics is a strength check. No, it's a, it, well, find athletics. the find the skill that says athletics, and then you'll. Well, use so that wouldn't that doesn't show up on the bear's stats. Oh yeah, yeah. Strength, strength, strength gets added on top of your athletics. Uh, yes. Okay, yes. so that'll just be plus four. Just plus four. Or a nat twenty. Well, Cypress, bear, boom. You start barreling forward and your Bear. muscles begin to bulge as you prepare to tuck and Arr. bowling bash your way through this group of, of poor wizards. Um, <laughs> and as you are doing this, your bear snout begins to phase as colors shoot from your snout. I I need you to roll D100. Because we're doing a, another one of these. Uh, 94. Cool. Good roll. <laughs> oh, oh, no! <laughs> Snout, phasing, you, and the sparks begin to fly, and as the light gets sucked back into your body, your size increases by one. Oh, my gosh! You are literally a giant bear. As you nice. start running down this hallway, nice, nice, barely, nice. and guess what? <laughs> 
funny enough, the Nat 20 is great. You don't even need it anymore. These four get boom flattened as you barrel through them. Bodies tossed to the side. You're I'll do, better, aren't you? I'll do a little bit of budgeting damage to all four of them just for yeah. fun. Uh, um, do I get out of the way? It goes in the middle of that. Help. Dex save. Oh, so I keep my Dex mind. Save. Dex, Dex save. Dex save is fair. So, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. He's so big oh, that it's almost no. impossible to avoid Okay. Um, so what I'm going to say is, I mean, like, so I said 40 feet wide. I'm going to say it is possible. Um, I didn't pick the DC in advance. How hard should it be? 15 might, let's say that's exactly enough. So you, you're looking, you literally, you just got burned and you turn and you see bear. Uh, big bear. <laughs> bear into bigger bear. Barreling down. Bigger bear. Battlestar Galactic. So, barely, you're like, oh, oh. So you, you do the thing, you like press against the wall flat, and you just. Uh, I'm like leaning slightly because my foot is kind of weird. Yeah, you hear bodies just as they hit the floor and the walls. Can we all just dash people. forward? Well, so here's what I'm going to say. Um, before I do that, I say, right. follow me. Before I turn into Baron. Okay, cool. Plans, follow me. Cool. Um, only one hole. of them even keeps their fit, their footing. We're going to say that the dwarf does. So all, all the other three, the halfling and the two humans, they take a little bit of damage I've tracked it here. Yeah. And they, they're prone on the ground at this moment. Um, so sick. Uh, you, <laughs> you, can, you can still take a dab. Oh, wait. You didn't actually. So no, you can't. You get, your, go, you get your bear movement. Uh, Which, by the way, 40 is feet. actually it's actually farther because you're giant. But um, oh, so. let's say 60. You're there. You I'm, can, you I'm can there. be there. I made what action? Why not? Did Did Zagri make it clear we needed to knock them out for the memory? Chain, yeah. Let's or? just say before she, you walked out, like one thing is like no casualties. Like we we cannot. But do kill we anything. have to knock them out? No. Okay. They she can cast it without we, them being. Unconscious. We just need it, to get past them. Is the that's my yeah. question. Usually do we need they need to, to attack these people. Yeah. Or? Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I'll put it this way: um, them being unconscious would make it a whole lot easier. Sure. You could okay. restrain them, but being unconscious is another way to do All it. Right. There you go. Okay, whoever's next, go. Uh, so Lupin, we're having a question about whether or not she can turn into fern. It's a werebear. Uh, do you know? Doubt it. No. Okay. Werebear is going to be too high of a CR for her. Uh, if it's yeah. she didn't take her. So you need. What do you get? One, one half. Fourth. One fourth. Yes. Yeah, so you need to sort these by one quarter. If you want to turn into an animal, if not, I don't know. If a scimitar. Uh, I have a question. Uyanga, can I have your level one emerald? Yes. So okay. I can we just toss that to Yeah, uh, bonus action. You're next to each other. Yeah. Um, so you ask for it, I guess. Yes. I'm going to say that it's her bonus action because she's essentially taking it from yeah. you. We don't have to have you both spend a bonus action. So you've used your bonus action and you've taken this spell. What do you do? I'm going to cast it. What's the spell? It is sleep. Sleep. Oh, good. Oh. I was gonna use that. I'm glad you thought of it first. Sleep is a <laughs> sleep is a funky spell and is a really good choice for this situation. Good okay. Job. Um, you're rolling a bunch of dice and then I am taking the people with the le- least amount of HP and then I'm basically stacking them up to see how many people you knock out. Okay. That's so generally how would I would I be able to make a bit of a argument that they're lying prone after just being hit by a giant bear? It, they might therefore, be. Disadvantage no. against a no. DC? This one's weird because it's literally just about hit points. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. So he did damage. So yeah. a D8. Yeah, that's correct. This is a D10. Yeah. Also correct. Here's a D8. This one. Yes. Yeah, okay, so I'm rolling a I'm roll five D8. Yep. The total is how many hit points? Of- I'll help you. 
Yeah, yeah. A little, little bit of math here. Six? Nine. Is that a d10 you got there? Oh, no. Okay, never mind. I missed, missed uh, it. So that's nine, 16. Seven, uh, 24. Eight. One more. Six, nine, seven. Wait, no, it was a six and a three. Five. Not a six and a nine. Yeah, it was a six and a three. Okay. Yeah, he did the math. Just give me the spot. Oh. Six, three, seven, eight, five. Uh, Sleep nine. math. What? It's good for uh, you. Nine, 16, uh, 24. 29. 29. Okay, 29. So you hold this. This is an emerald? Yes. Okay, you hold this emerald in your hand and you cast it. <laughs> and you see oh, yeah. as a spray of like, like basically glitter, basically like these little celestial looking signs shoot forward. <laughs> and they fall over the people that are in front of you. And you notice that the uh, Malkatin, the male uh, leader, let's that say, guy? yeah, and his female uh, human, like a, 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 a colleague there, both of them, they fall asleep on the floor. <laughs> As they've been knocked Ooh, over nice, by, nice, nice, by nice. Cyprus. By Big so, Bear. Uh, they're both unconscious. They will be asleep Sweet. for. Uh, uh, one minute? It is one minute, exactly. Yeah, okay. one minute. Okay. Uh, all right, good job. Um, next up is, is Headmaster Zagria. Um, she is going to run forward and she. Does two things. So she casts uh, uh, produce, uh, not produce flame. She casts <laughs> what's it called? Fireball, flaming orb. Uh, I need the stats on that. Flaming spear, whatever. So she casts it and hurls it, and flings it at the gim. The so to say Gimli, the dwarven <laughs> character there on the, on the ground. On the ground, um, she has advantage because he is prone. Um, and uh, thank goodness too because she would have missed um, and the flaming spear she throws it in this direction and it starts doing this burning damage to him he's like ah, ah, and uh, it actually doesn't do that much damage it does 5 total damage oh, yeah we're not trying to kill him cool Okay. and then she continues to run forward and then she casts uh, a, a it's called wall of wind uh, so she puts a pr- protective like barrier in front of you you can still run through it um, but it is primarily to defend you uh, that's all she's done next up Axios okay so here's the thing I don't really want to attack anybody I want to assess the situation and use my claws and rip the front of one of their robes so that they're embarrassed what <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then they can't fight. Overall, I would say that that <laughs> is a great, incredible, <laughs> a fascinating strategy. So two of them are asleep. One okay. of them just got burned. Go for the floor. One of them standing. One of them on the ground. Go yeah, for the who's, halfling. Who's the one that's standing? The halfling. Easy peasy. You can read. Giant claw. Okay. Giant claw. So you run. You run up to him and just. Yeah. Rip his claws off! You're giving me an unarmed attack, essentially. Yeah, but my unarmed attacks are extra because yeah. it's literally yeah. my oh, yeah. claws. Oh, yeah. No, I, um, I, I would not want to get a punch by a lion. Well, I got, <laughs> I got an eight, so there's that. That does not hit. I just kind of missed. <laughs> I go... <laughs> well, I didn't do anything. Dash forward, though. We're trying to get through. Okay, I dash forward also. Okay, yeah, that's fine. You can do that. Um... <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, yeah, you do that. 
Okay, cool. That's Whoever's next. Goal. That's me. Uh, so, fun fact, I actually do have two hand, uh, two weapon fighting. Cool. Uh, we clarified that before. Fighting. So, what I want to do is, uh, I guess the halfling that she's, you're within five feet of, because you just ripped clothing. No, I just dashed, dashed afterwards. Away. Okay. My bad. Is anyone within five feet? I am. Any, I, mean, I have am I within away. five feet of that halfling? Yes. What's that? Am I within five feet? Yeah. Of okay, great. Cool. Well, pretty, well go... no, because y'all went split so. Oh, oh, okay, so he's over. on the other side. Yeah, we're going to say he's on the other side. Roger. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the side of the burning dwarf. Yeah. With no. I need to <laughs> I roll for the dank oh, dwarf. No, no, you'd be on the side with the... Is he still prone? Who's prone? The dwarf is, yeah. Halfling, dwarf... Two people asleep, yeah, the bear dwarf. at the end of the room, we'll go with the you're standing next to the dwarf. I'm, I'm going to run more, flip my daggers over, so I'm hitting with the, 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 the pommel, is that yeah. the yeah. word for that? And try to, like, <laughs> knock them out. Guess what? Uh, well, prone enemy is an auto crit. So, go nice. ahead and roll double damage. Dope. And sneak attack? How does sneak, does sneak attack get doubled on the first one? Technically, yes. it's still a sneak attack, yeah. This well, it's because you have an advantage, right? So it just... So yeah, it automatically hits, so I don't think that counts. Didn't we have a bonus action? Like a surprise Was round? Was Nova the bonus action? The bonus the surprise round. Yeah, why didn't Malkatin go in yeah, the Yeah, why did I get hit? Round? That's a good point. Um, really, they needed to take a turn before they all got knocked out. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, we're fine, we're fine. You got the first move. How about that? I, I suppose that's out. Plus five for each of those? What? It's a 1d4 plus five. So I roll a d4. You roll a d4 twice, and then add the five. Add five. Okay, so that's eighteen plus sneak attack. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, which is a d4. so you have advantage, which means you get sneak attack, which means that you get that extra damage. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of damage. You can choose not twenty-six unconscious damage. Twenty-six yeah. damage, and I'm gonna unconscious him. <laughs> so it turns if I out, can. it turns out that is enough damage. Um, so oh you, you watch this. You watch this. Aerie runs forward, flip, flip, and she just goes, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just wow. <laughs> get him. And that was sick. Aegon, Aegon, as he falls in front of you, um, he's not very dang. The, the dwarf not is a very on fire, but yeah. he's not. No, he doesn't smell he's very dang. He's got excellent <laughs> hygiene at the, at the Library of Evolution. I suppose it makes yeah. Very clean. Cool. This is important. It's important. I think, I think hygiene is important if you're like a, like a head scholar. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're like... Anyway, he's character. unconscious on the floor now. Um, uh, who's so we've got one standing. Uh, we only have the, the halfling, is, correct? No, I'm, yes. I thought the dwarf was... Oh, no, you hit the dwarf. No, you just knocked out the What did you roll? I rolled a five. Okay, no. They go before you. Okay. But since many of them are knocked out, that leaves the halfling. Um, <laughs> which I think is funny. Sure. Um, and he's... No, wait. So he looks at all of you, and this this halfling's got like really scraggly hair. Um, uh, it's also under his hood, but his hood's like literally just taller because it's, he's got so much hair going on there. And he he turns to uh, you, and he says, um, he says, scatter, and he casts a spell on you. And I need you to make a Constitution save. Okay. I'm not very. Twelve. Cool. So, okay. Um, you notice that under your cloak, bugs begin to manifest and are crawling. Oh no! 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 No
they start, they start biting into oh. your flesh, and you randomly run in the Fire. direction Fire. of. You run diagonally back into the middle of the hallway towards your uh, allies in the in Zagreus office. Um, uh, we're gonna say by fifteen feet. Um, you only take four damage, so there you go. Um, and then he turns. He turns and he looks at her young and he says. Gata! Roll Constitution save. Bonus? <laughs> it's a bonus bug. Yeah. They're all sorcerers. Not the bonus bugs. Constitution. Gotta get that. Gotta get that bugs per minute. Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen is exactly enough. Um, yes. You uh, you uh, feel these bugs crawling on you, and uh, what do you do? What do you do? Um. <laughs> I like immediately drop to the ground and roll over. Drop and roll. Squish, 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 squish. squish. <laughs> uh, as all of them are knocked out, um, you can we can say you're still standing at the start yeah. of your turn. You're up. What do you do? Okay. And then, by the way, I'll narrate that you know you've got the the sort of the the, fe- the female human lying on the floor and she's like hunched up against the wall where she got knocked and she's like. No, that's what the other guy says. That's what the halfling says. Alright, cool. Uh, it's, it's better for okay, their health. So, who has the magic missile tier one sapphire? That is a good question. Sapphire. Magic. It is owned by, I don't know. Do you want to do sapphire? Yeah. Uh, Arians. Uh, uh, yeah, I have it. Arians. Okay. Um, Aries nearby, close to me now. We're gonna say, yeah, that's true. She actually ran back yeah, towards you. Yeah, she ran randomly. back towards me. So, um, I yell, Aries, Sapphire. Yeah, she'll have to use one. You're gonna have to use your. Okay. Yeah, I don't have one. So I, I use. Um, is Firebolt and Magic Missile. They're both tier zero. Oh no. They're tier one. Yeah. Um. So I use Magic Missile. And I direct all three of them towards the halfling. <laughs> uh, yep, you do that. Uh, go ahead and yep. roll three d one d fours. Three d four. Also, fat d ones. <laughs> I wonder what you'll get. It's a one. I can imagine her just throwing marbles in there. Oh, it's a one. <laughs> just have a one painted on them. Yep, on the entire outside. That is ten points of damage. Wow, that's yeah. So you see, so th- this is four damage that, that shoots out. And you hear ten points as these force damage just strikes this halfling uh, across the body multiple times. I will note that yeah. he looks—he looks like he's hurt, but not like super, super badly hurt. Uh, okay, who's next? Uh, is that it? Bottom of the round. Yeah. Uh, top of the round. Malkatin. Uh, oh, I guess Nova was first. Asleep. Nova. Nova continues running forward, and you see her grab this halfling, and she's going to grapple him. Um, Throw him against the wall. And. Succeeds and just goes boom and throws him against the wall. Um, And then you see her do pull, actually, very similar move to what you had just done, Ari, where she is holding him with one hand and is able to drop and grab. So she's going (laughs) like this, drops it in such a way where she can grab the other side and goes and basically just double smacks him across the face here. And (laughs) one misses. She's not having a good day. Uh, The other one hits and does. Uh, seven points of damage here, and he is, he seems like he's kind of just, just holding on. So, and he's, he's, she's grappling him right now. Um, and that's her turn. Who's next? I'm going to run up, and I'm going to, 
not. He's, he's burned, right? He's yeah. got like a. He's got. Oh no, he's clocked. He's bleeding. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. not sleeping. He's not doing great. He's not having a good day. Uh, I'm going to run up to Nova, grappling this halfling, and I'm gonna be like, Nova, drop him! And I'm gonna reach over to the wall, and I'm gonna grab a bookshelf, and I'm gonna grab this halfling, I'm gonna push him into the bookshelf and throw it down on top of him. <laughs> okay. Um, so. So, so, um, so she's holding him, which means that you're going to have some advantage. Uh, roll advantage on your attack. It's unarmed. And then I'm going to make you roll an athletic check to see if you can do all the other cool stuff. Nat 20. Ow. You're hobbling hobbling forward as your left foot is phased through the ground here. Um, but as you hop forward, you, you say, Nova, drop him. And then your face starts phasing out. Yikes. Uh, wait, do you want me to roll more for sense? Shivering in place, roll D100. Uh, 67. 67. <laughs> I didn't think I'd have to fall at this table so many times. Um, so, you say, Nova, drop him! And she drops him. And as you start running forward, you look at this halfling, and his face flickers up at you. And in your mind... You see bugs crawling out of his eye sockets. <laughs> no, I don't. They crawl out of his socket back into his mouth. I don't like bugs. He swallows them and he looks like a Herculean beetle. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm gonna kill this dude! Oh, no. no. But you're not. You're frightened of this guy. Oh, and no. you can't walk any closer. As you start going in for this attack, you are so afraid. But... You did hit, right? Obviously, this is happening right. because you rolled a nat 20. So, you go in and you're like, drop him. And he drops him. And you go mid-swing. And we're just going to say you give him a good clock. Boom. But in the middle of your punch, all of this happens. <laughs> and you see the guts of the, be- of the beetle on his mouth splatter against your hand as you punch him in the face. Oh. And he gets lifted into the air. Don't roll. He's knocked unconscious. He, that's enough damage. And you are afraid of the unconscious body that is now oh, on the ground. yikes. Aegon! Ah! <laughs> to, to your perception, bugs continue to crawl out of the tips of his fingers, ah! his body, into ah! his ears, and now out of his eye sockets. It's just a half-length. Um, <laughs> no, it's not! Let's go! Let's go! The blood that falls from his chin as you punch him is lavender. <gasps> I'm gonna I'm gonna try to put my body in between his like line of sight to. You're gonna try to physically block him. I got bad news for you. I got bad news for you. He's tall. Uh, He's so tall. he you well, block him. You cannot walk any closer to him. He's in between you and Molnor's office. FYI, uh, but um, but he is unconscious. Can I kind of grab him by the collar and just phase through his face a few times? <laughs> yes, you do that. Aegon, <laughs> get a hold of yourself! Okay, at the, from this what? point, every, every, every combatant on their side is either unconscious or unconscious in a different way. Um, and so, oh, we're now out of combat. Zagria looks at all of you, she says, Oh, that was mighty fine work if I have to say. Uh, Nova says, Y'all kick butt. Let's go. Uh, and she starts running down the hallway to break into his office. So Is no one else seeing that? No. Um, no. Eric, give me the fireball. We're no. moving on. We're moving on, Aegon. Um, 
I don't, Nobody, know, I don't like get around to that. I don't, <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. I've never had someone be afraid of an unconscious well, body before. The wall? Can you just like go to the other side of the hall? I did kind of. I'm gonna say you punch him, him into forward. the. I'm gonna say you punch him forward just because you were running from that. I was direction. gonna punch him into the. Oh, that's actually not true. You're running from across from the. Yeah, the I was gonna side punch him into. The... All right, fair enough. You punch him into the wall. You can you can like, you can do like okay, side can I can I like go okay. as we're, I'm assuming yeah, we're all that. running yeah. towards yeah. Molnar's yeah. office. So Nova's already there. She she had the highest initiative. She sprints forward and she already has um out of the the, the hilt of her handle, she pulls and it's a lock pick and she jams nice. it into the socket and she goes Man, and Nova says Nova you look more experienced at this than you than I would imagine you should <laughs> oh, be. Yeah. And she says yeah, uh, well, um, anyway, it's open now. <laughs> Into the office you go, crystal ball in the corner. Anyway. You see various um, bookshelves there. You see papers on the desk, a safe in the corner, Nova already on it. She says, Nova, I have the code to the safe. She's like, I thought I would just, you know, give it a crack myself so you see what happened here. And uh, we'll see if you get it. No. Uh, no. Nova's not she, She's day. twisting, twisting, twisting. She's like... Uh, you know, it's probably one of the newer, you know, safes anyways. Uh, what, uh, you, you can, hey, hey, uh, Matt, Headmaster, why don't you take it? Um, and she says, thank you, Nova. Opens. She looks inside, and you notice immediately, these are larger gems than what you've seen, even in her own uh, administrative office. These are these are definitely supposed to be used for much more particular occasions. And you see as she takes um, a, a larger diamond and a larger sapphire and a larger uh, topaz, and she pulls them out, and she looks at them very closely, and you can tell that she listens to one of them, too. Okay, these will do. Um, let me let me go back real fast, and, and I should be able to help out with uh, with the problem of them remembering your faces. Go back to the hallway, and she goes to each one of them one by one. Malkatin, the human. You've got the the human female. You've got the the male uh, uh, halfling and the dwarf that's on the ground, and and she goes over all of their minds, and she puts this there. And before she starts on the first one with Malkatin, she looks at Nova. She says, Nova. I do not fear for your skills. I do not mistrust. I do not uh, lack faith in your skills. But if these people use their resources and find you, well, you know what could happen. And she says, "Yeah, I know. Um, I've heard lots of stories, but it's really hard to catch this one." So she goes, "All right." One by one, the minds of those asleep or unconscious begin to. And they start breathing more easily, even those that were injured in combat. Deep breaths. She says, okay, I've done my best. They should mostly remember this encounter as being one between us, myself, you, Nova, and them. She looks at the rest of you, and she says, and then she looks at you specifically. You have two parts of your body that are phasing right now, mm -hmm. shimmering in place. Blue skin. Permanent, by the way. I don't know if I made that clear. It's permanent. Your blue skin is permanent. Um, Pretty hard. A minute later, you return to your normal size. Okay. So you are now your normal size. Uh, <coughs> but I, I stay blue for an hour. What's that? It, oh, it's like normal size bear. No, because no. it lasts. Oh for no, an you, hour. yeah, but as a, you go from a giant bear to a normal bear. Oh, uh, normal bear. Um, she she looks at the rest of you and she says, "If the stars have a will for you, and if Virgo is trying to find her way home." for the first time, then I would think that the stars could guide you as well. Let me see what I can do. She casts, she takes the sapphire in her hand, or I'm sorry, she takes the diamond in her hand and she starts um, looking over it and then goes, 
and you see that a beam of light points from the diamond out the window and into the sky. And as you look past that light, it points to a very particular star. And she says, I asked this spell to reveal where the celestial energy from that scroll is coming from. And if it is coming from that direction, that might be the best place to start. Find allies, find resources, but try to stay safe. Creonis's forces will be trying to find you. It would be wise if you went by different names in public from here on out, in case the spell didn't work, or in case that modified memory didn't work. And she looks at Gaius and she says, which takes me to the next problem. Gaius? Uh huh, yes, and Master Zagreb? It seems clear that you and I were not affected by this spell. We've had several hours, and despite all of them exhibiting this, this affliction at one point or another, sometimes multiple times, you and I seem to not be affected. I think it will be reasonable for us to stay here for now. I can look after the conservatory and be here in case you need to contact me. Gaius says, and I can stay too? Yes, guys, you can stay here with me. Oh, okay. Um, well, I, uh, hmm. you know, everything I said about that study abroad program, I, 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 I'm sure, I'm sure I can get to later in the future. This is sort of a better look for me, I think, for now anyways. Uh, and Zagria looks back at you, and I'll put her image here. Yeah. And she says, that takes me to the final step. These were not even mid-rank officers in Prionis' forces. These were merely messengers that had low-level spells they could use in case things got rough. I don't think they were expecting all of us to attack them at once. When Prionis gets word of, when Prionis gets word of this, he is going to send everything he can after you. It is possible that securing the very last celestial script in existence will be the crowning achievement of his time as the truth keeper. I repeat that I do not think he has your best interest at heart and you need to be safe. Okay. Unfortunately, he has the same powers that I do. My ability to modify these soldiers' memories is similar to his ability to read mine. Which brings me to the hard part. She turns to Gaius. She says, Gaius, it's going to be really important for now that we forget our memories of these six students. So that way, Prionis doesn't have access to any of our memories of what happened here tonight. Gaius says, uh, 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 <laughs> Yes, Headmaster. Um, one question, though. Do you, you think I might remember um, before tonight? Like this afternoon, or, or earlier today, or yesterday? Uh, and she, she looks and she says, I, I would imagine that the best plan would be for us to forget as much as we can about these six, so that way they can be safe, their names and faces obscured from Prionis's eyes. And Gaius goes, oh, okay, okay, okay. Gaius, we won't forget you. Huh, yeah. And we're gonna it's come okay back if you and forget about me. I, a lot of people forget about me. I won't. Oh. <laughs> he, he, he's, his hands are pulling together and he goes, Okay, yeah. All right, I'll be here and you'll be there and come back here and come back here. Please? We'll come back. We promise. Zagria smiles and she holds his little halfling hands and says, Okay. 
and say goodbye for now. Okay, goodbye. His eyes glaze and he breathes deeply. And she turns to the rest of you and she says, Okay, this is goodbye for now. But it doesn't have to end here for all of us. I, um, when I'm finished with myself, there'll be a short period of time where all of you need to escape. Um, I'll use the spell to get you as, as far away from here as I can without hurting you, and then um, you'll have a record of our memories. Do you can bring it back? Do myself and guys. Do not let that information fall into the wrong hands. So she pulls out a regular runic stone. This is just like a regular rock, not crystal. And she holds it to the diamond. And you see that the diamond she just held to Gaius's face into it, and runes begin to appear, and then she flips it over. She holds it in her hand. She goes, Okay, good luck. I wish you well on your journey. Um, do I have the book, by the way? Yes, let's say that you have the book. Okay. You, you grabbed it before you went out into combat. That makes sense. Yeah. So um, she, yeah, go. And Master, I... I don't know how to thank you enough for the help. I know I speak for all of us. This is more than we thought we'd get up to on the second day of class. But between you and Gaius, it's been a good stay. I know that you'll find us when you're safe, or find a way to let us know. Yeah, I'll I'll send you a message or something, huh? Please. I've got my people. I'm sure you've got your people. And if all of you were as tough as you were in that fight, then... I only have crabs. She <laughs> 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 says, if all of you were as tough as you were in that fight, I don't know how I'll find you again at some point. Take care, okay? It, she says, all right. <laughs> Nova, it's time for you to get out of here. You're here. Pounding on the front door of the officers of the of the faculty uh, lounge, and suddenly a voice, Headmaster Zagria. She says, "It's time for you to leave. It's time for you to leave." Um, she then immediately pulls the stone, puts it in your hand, Uyanga, and she goes, "Good luck." She takes a sapphire, casts it. Actually, it's a topaz. Casts it. <laughs> You see that a, a port, literally a portal, just imagine a portal, glowing, circular thing floating in the air, appears in front of you. And it is standing there, and she goes, Thanks. she goes, good luck to all of you. And her eyes glaze, and her neck sort of slumps in place. And she's barely holding her balance as she is breathing deeply. And you notice that with the last effort she's consciously mustering, she pushes the stone to this runic, the gem to this runic stone you're holding. Runes begin to appear on it, and then her hand slumps, and the diamond falls out of her hand and onto the floor. Its its magic fades, um, and then you hear footsteps. And Nova says... You better start running. What are you doing here? 
I run through the portal. We're running. Yeah, we're we're all portal. running. Good luck, Nova. She says, "You too, sport." <laughs> Fog cloud in front of her. I am of that <laughs> Fog cloud in front of her as the entire office begins to fill with fog, and you hear her break a window as the rest of you run through you the portal. You can made you feel blue. <laughs> portal outside. Two hundred feet away, you appear at the very edge of a forest that is just on the outside of the property. Something you could see. From the office itself, but is now you're now essentially like two thirds of a football field away. So just All right. into the forest line, and you hear yelling. Search the entire premises. I want every dorm searched. You go to that garden. You you go into that forest. The rest of you, faculty, you. And do you see people being ordered left and right, and from just a short distance away, you see. Cringies? Stop gonna be creepy. You're gonna be creepy. You see, just for a glimpse, as the fire that was thrown into the hallway is now lighting more of the building ablaze, and some of them are putting it out with their various spells. You see, in the flickering of the fire, the man giving orders. He looks like this. With a large staff in hand and ornate Uh, long blue white cloaks and robes. He is commanding others. There, I need them alive. And so. He kind of looks like Derek's dad. As as he begins ordering, you all begin, I presume, sprinting into the forest. Yes. You got a whistle for No, no, no. Okay. I have a whistle. (laughs) I have a whistle. Okay. I assume Fern and Sar have been out in the paddock. Yep. And so I'm like whistling as loud, like an actual physical whistle that I like keep in my belt pouch. Okay. And so I am whistling, like I have taken out and I'm blowing as hard as I possibly can. Um, To give uh, a more clear idea of what's going on here, you went straight west. So if you see where the faculty lounge is on the west side, mm-hmm. you went directly into that forest. We're going to say that there's a wall, but there's it, forest continues beyond that. So mm-hmm. it is your safest way out unless you try to do some sneaky building sneaky sneakiness. Um, your horse is, I mean, about five, well, let's call it almost a thousand yards south of you right now, assuming he's in the stables, which is where he would be. Um, sure, sure. Yeah, your whistle might be able to get to him. Um, Horses have very good hearing. I know this. Um, <laughs> let's do it. I was just ah! sure howling. Because I'm the <laughs> best and nicest DM you've ever had, roll performance <laughs> instead of You are the best and nicest DM I've ever had. You want to howl? Yeah, go ahead. Oh! Do you want to roll performance? 23! Nice. Well, you probably want to use animal handling, right? Since yes. You're and all 23, Sam. <laughs> 23. 23. Very nice. That's actually, so you rolled an 18, horse. which meant you would have probably gotten that with, yes. with uh, uh, animal handling. Animal handling? I have Sar. She's here. She's coming. She will be here. Well, so we're going to have a whistle and a howl here. Nat 20. Okay. 25. Okay. So you muster your, you like arch your back and really try to take the stance of someone who is preparing to do a full howl. And as you pull your neck back and you howl, the sound echoes perfectly. And, and this is going to be very important, um, it sounds exactly like a wolf. Just perfectly like a wolf. 
and your entire, the, the ridge of your back shimmer sparkles as you start phasing. Oh, um, boy. And as you are howling in the moonlight at the Celestial Conservatory, why don't you roll a d100 for me? Um, 30. Those are two d8s. No. This is a this is a percentage die. This is a 10. Oh, that just looks like a d8. Okay, 30, you say. Um. <laughs> okay, cool. You arch your back and you start howling and then you feel your feet like flicker and you now can teleport 60 feet in any direction. What? Just like constantly? No, just once. Okay. Yeah. That's very cool. You don't have You to can teleport to any place you can see within 60 feet. Right now? Now? Yeah, that, it happened. It will happen. So just oh. pick a spot. You don't have to really I mean, go anywhere. Into the, I mean, into the forest. Yeah, no, we're all running towards the forest. You can also teleport. It says up to you. You can teleport zero feet. Oh. You just teleport in place? You should teleport. I'm just going to teleport That's forward. Cool. cool. You teleport running. forward into the forest. So, so, so arch back, light shimmer, <laughs> light gets pulled back into your body, and then <laughs> you teleport into the forest. And you're still shimmering right there. Uh, Hello? <laughs> Great. Um, I right. imagine we're all like sprinting and dashing yeah. as all this stuff. Yeah. Like, we're With a performance of 20. Yeah. By the way. Yes. Yeah, still there. Um, you are all in the forest, and what has now happened is people are searching, and the moment that you whistle and howl, you hear someone say, Hey! What was that? Someone's whistling in the forest! <laughs> and immediately, you can, if you were to stay and see, you begin to see that at least two people are now coming towards the forest in your direction. Um, time to go. It is to your perception, because you know your animals very well, and you both rolled really well, so you can trust in your own relative performances, that they will be able to find you. They, they know you well enough. We're just going to say that. Um, they're, going, they're not going to just beeline for you, but they are definitely trying to find you as soon as possible. Um, so you don't see them, you don't hear them, they're too far away, but we're going to assume that that is happening. What do you do? What if we run south? So we're, because they both are south, so we mm-hmm. could run south along the wall until we see them. To get to the wall and run south? That takes us <clears> out <throat> of the forest. Well, but that if we... get us out of the cover of trees. But if we get to them in time, he's still bare. <clears throat> we're going to have a, we're going to have a wolf and we're going to have a horse. I bet we can fit six of us onto three animals and that will get our speed faster. Yeah, and that means we can run faster. You're a little large. Oh, another big. idea? So, so you could probably just run alongside us, though, because you have a little bit more speed than the rest of us anyway. Long legs. We can you also split legs. up, oh. and, like, three of us go ahead and stay in the forest and go hop over the wall, while the other three, like... Nah, fam, we're not splitting the party. Right. Oh, I will point out, just for convenience, that the, the light that was revealed to you, it will fade very soon, but let's just say that you're my... Ooh, two of you roll survival. I'm oh, going no, to do that's something probably, very That's probably best for the druids to do it, but imagine yeah. druids have plus five. Three plus one. That'll plus one. It's a twenty-two. Twenty-two. Do either of you have a skill in cartography? Twenty-one. Like if you uh, like have a background in like cartography do or exploration. Only them or the whoever's rolling. Oh yeah, it's those two. Yeah, for it would be in your features. Right? Remind me what your long is. I doubt. I, I, I doubt it. I uh, I'm, just like, I'm just letting you know that it would, this is a role that involves uh, understanding the place. It adds. So. No. Okay. So whenever I use it... Are you ready? 
Ready. I need all of your attention up to the world map. Oh boy! The star oh boy. is not very close, but it's also not extraordinarily far. The fun thing is that your roll, who, what did you guys roll? 22. 20, 20. Wow, okay, that, this will be very helpful for you guys. Yeah, um, as the light begins to fade, you need to, with your mind's eye and understanding of the movement of the heavenly bodies, triangulate, generally speaking, the position that it is trying to point you towards. So depending on how uh, low your roll was, I was going to give you a wider compass on the world map and then trace, or not literally trace, but make a circle around where you think that this is. Instead, I am merely going to give you a very small compass uh, because you have a really good understanding of where these stars are moving. Congratulations, druids, um, both of you. So, you ready? The starlight shoots out the Celestial Conservatory, which, by the way, is right here. Cool. Are we the only ones who can see that? What's that? Are we the only ones who can see the, the light coming from that diamond that Jagger cast? Oh, no. It, it's it's a real regular light that is shooting oh, into the sky. It's, it's going to go away pretty quickly. Um, it's already fading by the time the others get here. But, yeah, maybe you could presume that someone saw it. Who's to say? You ready? You're here. And the, your understanding, your understanding, uh, Cypress and uh, uh, Lupin, is that the star's relative location that is trying to be indicated to you is about, so I'm not saying the center of this is correct, I'm saying it's in this area, right? Oh, that's actually pretty big. I need something slightly smaller than this. Do you want the big. base of this thing? Yeah, sure, I like this. Right. Can so you, like, not... pencil trace that on the map? I will do it on the labeled map. Okay, chill. But I don't want to just, like, have yeah, a yeah, draw yeah, pen on my, yeah. on my map here. So, it's a very nice map. So, um, we'll indicate this on the map in the player sub if you want. To, if anyone wants to click over to Notion and check that out. But it looks like it is northeast of this town, which you know to be called Starstep, um, at the base of what is referred to as the something mountain, the... Heavens? No, this is Heaven's Gate. Um... Well, you'll just have to go find out, I guess. Maybe, oh maybe you don't know. Uh, so, there you go. Here, here's that. And you know that you are on the west side of campus. So, eventually, you're trying to go east to hit the road and head that way. we got to go north. Well, no, we could go south and go around, and then... Either way, we have the to... The entrance to the conservatory is in the south. They'll be monitoring the roads. We should go north. North will take us near our home. That's true. We can't stop... We have no time. But is there anything that area we we're familiar there? with? You continue to hear voices in the forest behind you. Um, here, you take the eastern side. I'm going to go north. They're splitting up. It seems like they're going to comb the forest. So we're currently in the woods. Yeah. We're at the wall. What's at the wall? At the wall. We are at the, the yeah, wall. Yeah, you get to the wall pretty quickly. Right. It doesn't uh, take that long. Can I roll like a perception check on the wall to see if it's sturdy enough, if both of the miners swing their axes at it, how long it would take to get through? To break how, how tall is it? It is 20 feet tall and it is made of stone. Is it climbable? Yeah. Or is it stone? It's not easy, but you can figure some way over it. Does it look like it... Oh, is it climbable? Solid? I don't know. Like, if we were to swing pickaxes at it, would it be feasible that we could get through? Um, it looks not very climbable. Great. 
it seems a little hard. Can Aegon throw my, me and my fairy wings as I float up around the wall to tie a rope on the wall and drop it down? Maybe. You're pretty light. Yeah. yeah. You've never tried it. You give it a shot. Strength, okay. okay. Uh, what, what Could I roll? bear climb the wall? I would roll strength. No. Doubtful. You would probably so have all of you have all of you have maybe maybe sixty seconds before someone may find you here. I'll roll luck for them to see if they happen to come in your direction. Okay, I'm but a, you're running out of time. I'm okay. gonna try to climb the wall as a bear. Do it. I'm gonna roll her. Okay. Do you want me to roll athletics? It is athletics. Okay. Great. Uh, so it would. Is a thirteen. Cool. Um, um, so you take her and you throw her. It's only twenty feet. It's not like super tall. Your arms can reach up and grab it. You need to perform. It's it's athletics. Uh, athletics as well to pull yourself up. Keep going. Okay. So would a bear be proficient in Hello? climbing? Because I have a proficiency bonus, but it's kind of proficient. You're a bear. Okay. So it's a nine. <laughs> <laughs> Your bear body. Uh, is clawing at the wall and is too slippery and you are not getting over it right now. I got a 17 for athletics. Great. You, so, you grab it, you quickly pull yourself up. You have 45 seconds until they get here. They're out of rope! I threw it on my 50 foot rope. <laughs> Great. Do you, like, jump to the other side? I'm gonna, does, is there anything on top of the wall where I Yeah, like, it seems like there's, like, posts. Or anything? It are there seems like there's crenellations and well, posts. Well, because though, you beeline to the wall, let's say, for luck, if there's one close by. No, it's not close by. Okay. T- it's too far away to okay. be worth moving to. Um, you jump down the other side and... Can I? Turns out there's a tree really close by. Okay, the other side. to the tree? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay so, so t- tree, why don't you give me a dexterity check? Uh, can I climb well a tree then. on this side and then try and jump bad. to the wall? What's that? Eight, can I climb a tree on our side with my claws and just, like, jump to the wall? There's not one very close, but if you make a really good long jump, maybe you can. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay. easier for all of, all just of us to right. just climb the rope. Great. Tied it. Thrown it. You have 30 seconds until they arrive. Let's all We've roll. We've got a rope. we got to go. Yeah, Who's let's first? all roll. I'm going to try it again as a bear. Just one more time. Uh, Yeah. So that'll take another, let's say, 20 seconds. So That's literally sure. 30 seconds. So y'all keep, away. y'all yeah. just keep going. Who's first? Last. Go. Okay. okay, I'll go. Y'all just got to start rolling. Relax. You're running out of time. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go up last. I'll go. Hey, have you checked the wall over there? I'm on it. I'm going. Okay, 12. Dirty 20. I'm climbing last. No. All right. Then I'll... You make it. You get over first. Uh, what is it? Acro- athletics? It's athletics. Oh, uh, that's a uh, 19. Cool. You also make it. You you are scurrying over this one. I... I got an at one. You, so you go third. You, you go up the rope and you slip and fall and you are now back at the bottom. You have to collect yourself. It takes another 15 seconds. Like, take that, all that takes 15 seconds. You three yep. have at this moment ten seconds. I'm. I also, I also crit fail. By the way, you also fall. You are five seconds behind him. So, yeah, I guess now I'm going to say all of you. You three have ten seconds left. So I'm much more athletic than bear. Hey, I see something over there. They're scaling the wall. Are entangled. Can you cast a spell? I entangle on the guards. Yeah. Is there a rock on They're the ground? They're running in your direction. We? You're running out of time. Okay, then I guess I'll. D-bear and use entangle. I'm going to try it. Can, can, can I see them? Yeah. Okay, then I'll Let's say they're, I mean, I said 10 seconds, so they're 30. They're, uh, that would be they're 60 feet away. Do yeah, I know the direction they're spell. coming from? Which direction? Do I know the direction they are coming yes, from? Yes, you can see You can see them. They see you. You can see them. Yeah, entangle them. Go entangle them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. entangle them. Yeah. So, Some, one uh, person saw you, called a second guy, 
Both of them are running in your direction. So it turns into difficult terrain, terrain and they must uh, succeed on strength saving throw or be restrained. What's this, what's this spell? Entangled. Entangled. Oh, you're casting it on them or on the ground? On, on them. them. Okay. Um, first guy First guy is first. The other guy is behind him by, let's say, 30 feet. And so let's do it. Um, what's the save? Uh, on strength save against my spell save, which is 13. Okay. Um, he gets entangled in it, and he is now... He, uh, uh, you said it was difficult train, and he... And he's entangled till the spell's over. Yeah. Great. You strapped All right. Him. He's like, Axios, hey, go. hey, get him. Axios, uh, climb. They, he's bought you more time. 22. Nice. Scurry. Flip Flip over. All right, your turn, Cypress. Let's go. Uh, 11. Uh, 11 it is. You have a minus two. Hit the wall and you're barely holding on. You're still on the rope. Climb! You just used up the next 10 seconds and so the second guy is coming. He obviously walks around his friend and he's coming your way. He starts to pull a gem out of his pocket. Can I? 10 seconds left. Can I say say I'm still on the top of the wall and I haven't jumped down yet? No. Okay. You wouldn't have had that thought. I'm assuming you would have gotten out of dodge. Yeah. Seven. To keep you climbing. continue to fail to climb this wall. Um, you are running out of time. Cypress. He is now coming upon you, and he begins to cast um, uh, Maximilian's Earth and Grasp. So uh, a, a basically a hand of That's earth named. is going to <laughs> shoot out of the ground and start to try to grab you. Um, it's going to be you. You're in the back. Yeah. I need you to make a deck save. Well, I guess dex. So you're very dexy. I am very dexy. <laughs> Uh, let's see, 17. Oh, I'm so sorry, it's a strength saving throw. Uh, 18. Cool. You, <laughs> it starts, it starts to come up and grab you, and you, <laughs> break through the dirt, and it, it fails to manifest its shape. Can it grab my ethereal foot? Because my foot's phasing, right? That's very funny. Let's say that it tries to grab your foot, and just, like, phases through the <laughs> You're like, I, I grab like... this, grab this foot! <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. You, uh, you have... He's cast his spell. He's ready in the, the, the next spell. You have can another I ten keep seconds. Keep climbing. Yep, you can keep climbing. Please, Cypress. That's an eight. <laughs> he keeps slipping. Are you doing anything with your time here, Cypress? I'm gonna climb climb up after him and push. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Eleven. Cypress and the Aegon are still there. I am very weak. This is a struggle. Oh, go. wait, is this acrobatics? Yeah. Oh well, uh, it's a thirteen, but whatever. Live your dream. Um. <laughs> Not good enough. <laughs> Wait, acrobatics or athletics? Acrobatics. Wait, can I say? Oh no, it's athletics, right? Yeah, it it's athletics. athletics. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Can I say? Can I cut? Do bardic inspiration on Cypress? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So she, you hear her singing or saying something to you. What do you? What do you do? What do you say? Thanks. I think I can do it. <laughs> what do you sing? I'm uh, singing. Sing. We back. are the champ. <laughs> good. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. So that's a less of bardic inspiration, right? So that's a 15. 15. You start climbing up the wall. Right. You see him say, not so fast. And he puts a wind wall at the top of the wall there in front of you. I need you to make a strength sa- uh, dexterity saving throw. I can do that. Go, I can go, do that. Go, 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 He's go, trying to go. knock you off the wall. Uh, it's an 11. Oh, it was a strength saving throw. Cool. It's a six. Ah. You get to the top and you... 
The spell is in your face and it is striking you. As you are taking a lot of bludgeoning damage, uh, you actually kind of got lucky and only took eight. Uh, so, and you see that blood is, it's like it's cutting him. So in different places you see that, well, it's bludgeoning, but he's bruised now. There you go. Um, he, I'm going to say that you're still at the top of the wall. Aegon, what do you do? I'm climbing. Cool. Do it. Uh, this is a 14. Barely. Barely enough. You climb, climb, climb. At the top, wind wall is there. I need you to make, let's do athletics to push through. You're going to get try to get both of you through. 13. 13. That's it, final number? 13? Uh, what was his spell saying? 14. <laughs> it would be. It's not enough. You enter this this wind wall as it strikes you. And you're taking... Jeez Louise, 12 points of damage. I'm unconscious. Uh, this spell is obviously very powerful. Um, uh, it's a third level sapphire, fellas, for those of you who are wondering. And you... Cypress! Aegon's falling unconscious behind you. So is he like falling? He's I'm going to fall. He's unconscious and he's standing, which means he will fall. And he will likely fall off the wall. I try to grab him. Okay. Um, let's say you do it. It's free. You get one, probably one last chance before his next spell to try to get yourselves through it. And do you have Bardic Inspiration on? Not anymore. Oh, you just I need to get up the rope. I have one more. All right, do it. I have one more. I do. do it. I do it on him. No, if and I'm just yeah, assuming none of you have word. anything that I you do. can. That, I, I'm assuming Please. that Ari and Axios and Lupin have nothing that you can do to help because you've had multiple rounds to do things. Um, Am I just on the other side oh. while chilling? Yeah, so far that's what you've been doing. I mean, I can't climb. Wait. Can you healing, healing word, word, please? Yeah. Okay. Wait, do you need a touch? Or is no, it no, a healing, healing word. Yes. Yes. Feet, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, wind wall can make me considerably less unconscious. That'd be great. Can you cast guidance upon yourself? Dude. Yeah, Aegon definitely needs healing more than... Yeah, it doesn't block your line yeah. of sight, so wind wall does not prevent you from healing. I'm gonna... Can I climb back up the wall and get ready? If... Aegon falls. Sure, let's say you've already done this. Okay. Um, with You would have had three attempts to do this. Let's say you get up. I'm going to ready an action, basically, to jump in front of Aegon between cool. him and the guard. Cool. Okay, uh, that happens, and now you get another chance. Can you cast? Can I cast Guidance on myself? What is, is that Guidance? I think you touch one willing creature. And then? Uh, uh, party Inspiration. Yes, so. one willing creature means yourself. You, you okay. would touch your head. Okay, your so head. now you have, you have two things of bardic expression because okay. yep. so you're, you're going to be getting You are very psyched up right now. <laughs> okay, and so it's a, a tier zero. I don't need a, a spell slot. No, no. Yeah. No, it's a cancer spell. Okay. And so it's a strength. Strength save. Yeah. Okay. That's four plus three. Thirteen and fourteen. And please. Ah, uh, eighteen. All right. You know what you needed? You needed a fourteen. Yes. <laughs> so you finally—he's bloodied and is going to get healed. I, I think you resolved that already. Um, we're working on it. Okay, cool. You are holding him. This giant, this Goliath that's behind you. You are have already been bruised pretty badly by this wind wall, and you're like, I'm getting through this wall. Pull through. You fall. Basically, you you pull through with so much force that you basically just fall off the wall. Onto the ground, um, but Ares there. Why don't you just make a, let's say athletics to help keep them from falling? Catch me, athletics. Oh. Uh, there are two humans. Sixteen. 
That is just enough. Because there are two humans there, one holding another, and you brace, and then you help them grab the rope on the other side, and you scurry on down, and you have made it to the other side. You hear him saying, Come back here! And now all of you have are on the other side, rope tied to the tree. What do you do? Book it. Yeah. Leave the Somebody rope. cut the rope and grab it. Let's go. That'll take you ten seconds. I think we leave the road. Yeah, we have enough rope. We have enough rope. We pull the rope down from the other side. That'll take you. There's so much rope. We leave. We leave. We leave. We're not taking the rope. We have enough rope. We should cut it so they can't fall. Oh, you're right. You're right. We don't care about the rope. I have my my. What is it called? Scimitar. Yeah. I'm just gonna cut it. Just cut the rope and pull it down with us. Pull. Fifteen seconds later. I'll pull it. Um, you can start booking it. You start running into the forest. Um, north. Yeah, yeah. You hear a noise. You hear. And suddenly he's on top of the wall, and uh, um, if only there was a way for all of you to run faster, that might what be helpful. Log Strider, Log Strider, I'm trying. Do it. I'm Do trying to. Now. I'm trying to figure out what that is. So don't worry about spell slots. Yeah. Um, I'm going oh to read gosh, it, if that helps. Okay. Yes, please. <laughs> um. So, this allows you to increase someone's, uh, a creature's speed for an hour. Yeah. That's long story. Singular? Yeah. Singular? Okay. For, at higher levels, you can, you can cast it at, uh, with more creatures, but this, the, as it was, you bought a level one token. How many so that's no, 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 viewed in her, no, that's in her instrument. It's in my, but the... it was still level one. Okay. It was still level one that was imbued in mine. Yeah. Um. Anyway, y'all are running. Yeah. We're running. So I have a speed of 35. And we're going to say that because this man actually just expended quite a lot of his particular sorcery energy, and the other guy is actually entangled for a while. Um, I was rolling his rolls, and he just wasn't getting out in time, so it was really kind of just a 1v6 there. Um, you are all able to escape into the forest. Where are pets? Specifically, <laughs> Fatagorn Forest. That's the forest that is right here in this area. My, my updated map actually has more trees and foresty areas. Um, we're going to say that you find a way to start cycling around, and your mission at this point, you're just on the outskirts of the Celestial Conservatory, is to try to find a way to that beam of light, which is now faded, by the way, and figure out what is going on with this curse, and if you can save yourselves in time. We're going to take a five-minute break, and then we're going to be right back to wrap up this session. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh boy. Okay, the Mixcloud audio is still recording. I don't know. Ah, dude, nice. Uh, let's roast Denton! Our Mixcloud viewers <laughs> suck. No. Um, it's mostly just Denton. Hey, hey, if anybody wants to try and make it cooler in here, oh. I read online that we can shut Vince in other rooms yes, um, to try and reroute okay. it. I can yeah, also nice. put this on blast while we're. Put it on blast while we're. Yeah, yeah, we're not recording. Oh, I can't climb. Yeah, you failed three times. So I, I, I failed like three times as a bear with a plus six to strength. Wait, what? You plus six? I have plus four to strength, plus plus two proficiency. Oh my god! And I fell three times, and then back is like a druid. I have a minus two to strength. I can't climb. Oh man, I love this job. Oh, no. You're telling me the man had plus six to 
Bro, Ayla. take some rock climbing lessons, will you? <laughs> hey, what about my Marshall Bell thing? Ooh, Marshall Bell. Well, that class um, picks back up next Monday if you want to come back and join Professor Vine for the course. Wait, how are we going to be able to... I was really looking forward to yeah. a, a constellation since... Uh, what is the... No, herbalism. How do you... Professor Mobile. Mycology. Mushrooms. Mushrooms. Mycology? Mycology? Mycology. Well, we kind of yeeted most of our mushrooms. You so did. Yeeted or eated? Oh, Y'all did. Let's sit. We said we have My mushroom. We did eated our mushrooms. Okay. Yeah. Goodbye, cool air. Oh, right. Right. Uh, So, quick question for yeah, anyone who has any healing again. spells. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I have oh. seven health. Who has a lot of spell slots left? Oh, uh, I can help. I, I have a spells. three ton of spell slots left. Okay, three, two, one. Back. All right, we are back. Got a little bit of time left with this session, so what? we're going to see just how far they get before they inevitably die to the forces of... Priona's the truth keeper. Um, no, just kidding. Please, please no. Axios uses uh, lay on hands, right? You do yeah. a little. What do you say? What do you say to him? Stop being know. sick. You'll be all right, buddy. Aww. Thanks, Axios. <laughs> I feel a little better. All right, cool. Um, so you are now in the forest. I'm gonna go ahead and have. Everyone roll stealth. Uh, everyone roll in the same dish. Uh, I, I know Annie's got uh, a digital, so everyone roll together. Here's why. It'll be easier if you all roll in the same dish. Nope. You all roll in oh. the same dish. There you go. Just, just transfer. Great, great, great. great. Can, can we just remember scoot it this way a little bit? What we're about to represent is the next hour of your party's collective stealth. Um, we're going to say that Fern and Sar do eventually meet up. Actually, we'll do that. What's your role? Cool. Wow. Goodness. They are good at their jobs. Yay! Um, uh, 18 and 19. Um, I was just rolling for luck in general. They they effortlessly find their way to you without getting noticed by uh, Freonis' people. And so, roll of physical the truth keepers. Oh, no, call. I got an 11. So, as they are <laughs> moving towards you, you you can pull the Legolas and just like jump, like leap oh, onto yeah. the bat. Yeah, you, oh, you yeah. know. Yeah, no. Everyone wants to do that oh, once. Yeah. I grab onto the side for Fern and I start climbing up. <laughs> and now you are all vamos. You are vamos. Sprinting, dashing, riding oh. through the night in the forest, in the Fedegorn Forest here. So, yes. We might be doing another celestial transformation. I crit. On stealth. No, you didn't. You rolled a nat 20. Very yeah, good. I crit. crit success. Yep. Yep. Crit success versus crit this success. is technically an ability check, even if it's a party one, so uh, why don't you roll D100 for me? Dang, why do you have to be so good? 83. Cool. As you are all running through the forest... Oh no. No oh, no. <laughs> all of you are putting a lot of your energy into making sure that you stay quiet through the, through the night. And as Aegon is hunching, trying to make sure that he can take quick steps that aren't making loud noise as his heavy body strikes the earth, you notice that there's a shimmer of color that shoots through the calves of his legs and up through his spine, and suddenly the backs of both of your legs begin to phase. Um, and even though you're barely keeping yourself above the earth, you see that a black spot in the back of your spine begins to fester, and then shoot out tentacles, like little tendrils of I'm black sorry, magic. What? 
every single creature within a 60-foot radius, meaning not only all five of your fellow party members, but also the two animals that are with you, Sar and Fern, they all take... Um, Great. All of you take seven points of necrotic damage as you feel withering energy suck life from your body. Aegon, you... Through the spine of your back, the tendrils bring this energy back to you, and you gain 49 hit points. What? No. Just, just I healed to max? Yep. Were you already at max? Okay, great. Any gone? No, I had five. That was short. I now have... This four. curse is now rearing its ugly head as these wild things are happening to all of you. Can oh. we have that back, please? It's gone. I have, uh, give me some healing gems. I'll help. I don't know what just happened. You are still running. We'll say that you're probably coordinated to hand gems around and use all your spell slots okay. if you want. If you want to use all your spell slots to just heal people up. Um, I, I don't have any other use I don't, for these. I don't, unless any of us are like dropping dangerously low, I don't feel like we should because we are inevitably going to be in combat again and there's only so many gems we can have. I don't I have, have any use for I have for four. I'll heal both of you too. Okay, but the thing is, but the thing is if, if we give you... Okay. Burn, yeah, I just burned it. Oh. On YouTube. But what spell? What do we have? Assume, uh, what do we Which have? one's the strongest healing spell that we, we have? What do we have? Probably healing word. Do we word? not have cantrips? Healing word, the sapphire? We have two healing yeah, things. Yeah, healing word. Healing. So I have that. five more lay on hands points. Okay, how much does that heal us? Uh, It's a spell thing. I don't have... You roll it. I know, but it's a, it's a d4 plus something. I don't have a spell thing because I'm martial. Then it's just d4. Uh, yep. Bummer. Uh, Ailey, you take three. Justin, you take one. Yeah. Martial yes. classes don't... Sorry. Even though they can cast spells, it doesn't mean they're particularly good right. at it. Okay, great. Uh, Wait. You who has heal cure wounds? wounds? I think I do. I do. Because that would be 1d8. Yeah, but four. I feel like we should save that for later because... Well, but it, like, instead of using healing word, he could use... Oh, I could do that. Cure wounds. I didn't know they had that. Hmm. So can we do that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Right. Uh, Ayla, you're first. As usual... Three. You don't take any extra. Justin, you don't take any extra. It's three and one. Three and one. Lock. Great. So you, you are you're sprinting through the forest. Um, how's the weather? Did you need our stealth scores? Oh, that's right. Sorry, let's actually get the stealth scores. Yeah. Um, oh, 27. Right. Nice. Um, very cool. 24. So here's what I was actually doing. I need I need everyone to remember what their stealth roll was because that's why they were all together, right? Yeah. Here's what you're gonna do. Remove the highest. Remove the lowest. Mm-hmm. I'm 11. Well, Take. does his crit Does my crit count at the top? No. Hers wow. is higher than yours, despite the crit. 27. Okay. Did yeah. that nasty thing come out of his back because of the crit? Yes. yes. Yeah, because of well magic. Necrotic tendrils. Tendrils. Yeah. So, um, take the second highest and the second lowest. I had 24. 20. I'm 11. Oh, wait. What were we rolling? Stealth? Stealth. Stealth. Yeah. Hold, please. Can we actually do a modifier <laughs> here? Uh, 23. Yeah, 24. Who's the second lowest? He was the second lowest of 24. Highest. Second highest, I'm sorry. Who's second lowest? Had, you had 11? I had an 11. So Annie's, I had 15. So Annie's gone. So lowest, second okay, lowest. Well, I had right. an 11 I got, I got what I needed. Okay. So, uh, so still cool. This just represents your party's average as you're going through the forest. So you are stealthily, but as quickly as possible, trying to navigate the forest. Turns out it is, um, like, ex- it, it's getting... This particular night, 
there seems to be a heat wave that's sweeping over the forest. It's getting really humid, and it is going to be much harder for you to exert yourself for additional hours. It seems like, um, despite the fact that it's only about 8, 9 p.m. as you've been running through the forest for an hour, um, you're not going to be able to continue to travel all night. Guys, I think we should stop and take shelter somewhere. We gotta, we gotta rest out this night here. As as we travel, I want to look for like caves or big trees or survival to hide. Go ahead and roll survival to see if you can find a meaningful place for you to achieve a safe rest. Which reminder needs to be how do you do? Nat 20, baby! I think the rate of criticals in this particular session is 45%. Oh my word! So, as you are exploring nature, there's a part of you, Cypress, that really deeply cares about knowing exactly where life finds its home. So you can read the way that water moves, the way that trees lean towards the sunlight and bow towards the water, that creatures will find open, you know, crevasses and areas to do their thing. Anyway, so that's all that that's all that ha- happening. And as you're focusing in on this, glowing eyes, white magic, pulls back in, and roll D100. 84. 84. No. Um. No. No. <laughs> no. What? what? Oh, no. Ready for some more vampire damage? No! Everyone around you takes more damage. No. At least I heal. Oh no, it's eight this time. I'm unconscious. <laughs> Somebody heal her. This is so bad. Uh, Someone with a spell here casting ability. Are two hit points. Thanks. Let me cast a spell. I'll do heal. I'll do what is it? Cure, cure, cure wounds. wounds. Uh, Justin, you're full health. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> Great. Oh my yes. god, dude. I actually, maybe I do have to track your Okay, I mind. have two hit points. Yeah. I'm like really Y'all, not only is it hot, not only have you just been running for your lives and had this traumatic Younger. experience with Zagre and Gaius and all these, you know, truth keepers in the hallway, but many of you are on your last legs in terms of your, your vitality, and you desperately need to be able to rest before anything else happens. Um, it's getting hot. Let's roll for luck. Did I find well, anything? he found something, right? Uh, it means that you're really, really good at finding what's there. That doesn't guarantee something's that something's there. there. Okay. Uh, based on my roll, it is hard and not necessarily the most glamorous thing, but it looks like you could follow a ravine for, let's say, another half hour to get to a place where you would expect uh, like a little delta, a little embankment to provide cover that you could maybe fortify. It doesn't seem like a surefire thing, but it's a start. Oh, yeah, I'm going to take four. Thank you, dude. Okay. Okay. So I'm assuming you all follow them. You go there. You now find this embankment. And the rules in this universe about safe rests are that even for trance, even for sleeping, that it is a requirement that what you have achieved is an understanding of real safety. This, in this case, it almost certainly means that someone is taking shifts. Um, And because I would say you all trust each other, undoubtedly. But you don't have any more defenses than that. So you need to find a way to make this accommodating to your sleep needs, which I haven't established so what they are. Is but there, yeah. So like in this area, is it kind of can you describe it? Yeah. So you see that this shallow, it's not very tall, it's like two inches of creek water, is running along some smaller, smoother pebbles into an area that is an, uh, if you take this room, so I, I don't know, like 90 square feet, not very big, 
Um, it's about an oval, ovular state shaped uh, little recess area where the water stops. And you see that there's tall grass and some like dirty, muddy areas that are stacked up high enough to create a natural overhang. Um, there are, let's say, um, just two trees nearby. They're not super close to the water. They have an oak-like texture and size. And you can use this overhang as a place to stay. You might be able to like cut some, you know, maybe collect some wood or sticks from trees. There's not a lot nearby. You're kind of just in the middle of a forest without much to go off of here. I'll take the first shift. Yeah, oh. so we're, we're both elves, right? Yeah. So we can... I also do. Our... Oh, yeah, so mm-hmm. perfect. So. Cool. Um, obviously, it's important that you are not being found here. Do you do anything about that? Um, I feel like... You've been traveling for easily two and a half, three hours, so you, you feel like it's unlikely they'll find you here, but you have no idea what resources they have at their disposal. Well, Yanka's been, like, is, knows woodcraft enough that she, like... I imagine there's, like, brush and stuff around. Yes. Okay, so... Quite a lot. Yeah, okay, so she goes and gathers... You said there's, like, an overhang, yep. and... So she goes and gathers brush and, like, starts piling it up against the overhang so that it looks like it's... Yep. I'll help her since I've been living in a forest. But we have a... Too. Cool. I have a minor illusion stone, right? Yes. Would, you be po- would it be possible to cast a minor illusion to make it look like there's not a path down here? Is that a concentration? Could she sleep with I have no again? idea. Probably. Yeah, yeah I think probably. it is. It says... It's... It lasts a minute. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's not enough. Off. Yeah, we might as well say that. What about else. we can entangle and then have... create like a entangle only lasts a minute. Oh, is it? You have speak with animals. Could you talk to some of the animals in the trees? Does she speak with animals? Anyway, what was so? Well, I feel like. Survive. Oh. Okay. Well, oh. as you're as you're get, c- collecting brush and setting up your camp, you notice that in the forest there are. Uh, two very large elk that are grazing in that grass and drinking from the water that you are calling your home for the night. Um, they're there. Want to talk with them? I feel like we could ask them to like Just let us know yeah. if something's yeah. coming. Mm-hmm. Or see if... I mean, do you do that? Can... Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. You speak with animals? Mm-hmm. Is that a cantrip or is that a spell? It's a spell. You see that one of them, one one is female, one is male, the male with these massive antlers. They're, they're big. Um, he's drinking water, and you start talking to him, and he goes, What? 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 What was that? Friend. A Friend? I, not, I do not know you. We're new, but I promise we mean no harm. We are here, we are running from enemies, wolves of... <laughs> Wolves of mankind, it's... We need shelter. Would would you tell us if people are coming? Any people. It doesn't matter who they are. Just tell us they're coming. He leans forward and eats more grass. (laughs) You see the female elf next to him. Desperate. What's your persuasion for me? Yeah, I'm a persuaded elk. Wait, give me my 20. <laughs> I'm a persuaded elk. Oh, thank you. At that 20. 14. Okay. So he 
he's looking at you and he goes, I suppose it's something we could do, but we do not normally sleep here in the night or spend our evenings walking among humankind. Perhaps some motivation is in order for us. What do I have that an elk would like? <laughs> Any thoughts? Anything that... Hold on, oh, we, wait, wait, you really, do we understand? No, 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 you hear her speaking in common, and then you hear him going... What's he saying? What, what? They might be able to watch out for things for us and tell us when people are coming if we give them something. Does anyone have anything? Hey, uh, are we trying to bribe an elk? Do we have yes. any of that salad? That oh, wait, I have a cantrip that, that I want to do. What's that? I'd like to do a cantrip. What's your cantrip? Um, hold on. Um, I don't Did want to be an elk anymore. This is a workout. <laughs> Can we take the Hurry. salad to go? Um, I, I'm just going to make some flowers bloom in front of them with druidcraft. What are you making? I'm just, I'm blossoming flowers that you'd like to yeah, eat in front of you. You don't know what you like to eat. Oh, Roll no. nature to see if you can just tell. Wait, I also do the same. I also have druidcraft. Okay. You see Lupin doing this, so then Cypress also like yeah, follows okay. suit oh. and is going to make extra flowers mm-hmm. here. Nature? Nature. Can I roll it's in, in yes. nature as well? Nature. Alright now, he's getting bored. Nice. 21. Oh no. Good. Um, you are positive that he loves calla lilies. So he tells me that, <laughs> and we're going to do So you see calla lilies, these like spit up in front of you. Not a ton of them, it's druidcraft after all, but they're, they're in the water in front of him, and he goes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she's looking back and like. <laughs> and he goes. Seems like all of you are quite all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> He's chewing Good. these like hallelujahs and he says, I suppose that we can stay here and if you hear a, a bellow from us, then you're probably with other company nearby. How's that sound? Thank you. Any time. I would like to have more of those to go if possible. Uh, well, they're cantrips, right? Those rocks in Eventually, like, you're going to say you feed him to a... He's like very full. He's like, oh, wow, that's... Uh, I really hit the spot. What do you say? Uh, and so the two of them are going to sit and they're preparing to rest, sit. but they're going to keep... Just the yeah, they do. They do uh, elk sitting the position. Wolf, what is the, um, the, the female elksman? Because we have Harold and... Marge. Marge. You know it's Marge. <laughs> and you Marge. know it's Marge. <laughs> it's just going in the... Uh, the, the it's going to have to go into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's going in Notion. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, what's up? So, yeah, so that these elks are there. Um, better watch out. Uh, let's just say you go to sleep. Uh, before we do that, yep. uh, Aegon, do you have a second? Yeah, what do you got? Uh, in private? Sure. I don't know how private we can get, but... Whatever. So we just, like, step to the side. <laughs> it, uh, it concerned me back there when you were so willing to give up, it seemed. To give up yourself to this curse, whatever we're dealing with. So Headmaster Zagra said it was a curse, but she didn't really seem like an expert. I, I don't necessarily know if it is a curse. I want to let you know... I've lost a lot of people in my lifetime. And I don't want you to meet that same thing. So, I suppose the thing is that 
I've been connected to the stars my whole life. I lost my family for it. And... That one. <laughs> um, a chance to find new family in the only thing that's kept me company throughout the years. It doesn't sound so bad. Consider that you could find family with us. I suppose I could. I am pretty blue nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to let you know where I was coming from. I understand. You you notice that his cyan skin just glistens in the sweaty little oh, moonlight there. Um, <laughs> just that moonlight bouncing right off of him. I won't keep you any longer. I I appreciate it. I uh, I'm not giving up on this yet. Good to hear. Good night. All right. We're going to roll some bad luck and see if they happen <laughs> upon your location here. So wait, we're, we're doing a thing where there's always someone awake. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take the I'll only have you roll perception. If, well, no, I should have you roll perception anyways. All right, you roll once and you roll once. We're going to represent that as your entire ship. Oh. Everyone else is sleeping for you, pretty much the entire night. Hours? It's eight hours yeah, after all. Yeah, she's hours. trancing as well. Oh, okay, cool. So, we'll just so are you taking first trance or second trance? I'll do the first trance. Okay, so you're up alone. Yeah, that's fine. So, Cypress, oh, Lupin, no. you're, you're taking a shift together. Um, oh, no. Lupin, you roll perception as well. You got my way. I'm sorry. Let me put this in. No. Can I re-roll nope. with his hand? Nope. Boo. Uh, no, Lupin, I'm uh, perception. roll perception as well, because you're, you're taking a shift with uh, Cypress to watch out. Uh, this only matters, matters if they happen to come across your location, but a, you don't know what they're I doing. Mean, I got an 8 for the first shift. Okay. I got an Did you? I did. I did that, you really? I put Why? that dice in time out. I saw you it. too. I Why? I saw it. I put I it in time. All right, good to know. So before dirt. before we resolve perception-based stuff... Um, dirty 20. Cypress, Lupin, you two are taking a shift together pretty pretty late. You're both very perceptive. Um, what do you talk about? Tell me. Do you have any t- questions about Colin? T- 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 tell me about it. I, I can't remember much. I get glimpses and and phantom feelings, but I can't... T- just tell me about it. I, I, it's like I missed something I don't even know exists. Well, we have like 20... Brothers and sisters, you were pretty. You were you were pretty sizable because we're kind of small. Mom, mom's big, but we ended up small. And we'd play in the yard all the time, and we'd be running around. And she would make roots sprout up, and she'd trip us on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Yours would hurt more because so we float, fun. but yeah. you thought it was funny. Phantom pains in your shit. That explains the weird pains. <laughs> I remember you walked in. You probably don't. This is probably insignificant to you, but. I remember you walked into my room when mom was there, and I was crying because I wanted to know where dad was. And you gave me a hug, and you comforted me, and you just we just fell asleep together. A hugger. Now. <laughs> um, it's another night. I need both of you to roll with some saving throw. What? what? Uh, are we going to resolve this night? Do I, need, or... yeah. Do I need to roll? Naturally. Uh, okay. So am I able to just press the take long rest button? Like, we're doing that, right? You don't know. Not necessarily. Oh, okay. I'm going to keep on the page. Once, until it's morning, you don't know. Fantastic. Just a few things. Wisdom through. saving throws. Oh, that was in oh, oh. the old wall. Justin, how do you do? Plus five. Wisdom save was a 15. 15. Cool. <laughs> um, the two of you feel really <laughs> united at this point. You you really get a sense that there there's more for the two of you to discover together. And as you are... 
recounting these memories to Cypress Lupin, um, it helps. It helps you to remember the, the feel of your mother's hands, something that you probably hadn't really recalled deeply until um, immediately after the crystal ball, and now right here as you're recounting it. Um, Cypress, um, you, you have far fewer things that you hold on to from your memories there, so it's nice to even be able to hear her laugh um, as she is tripping all of you. You remember the pain of falling in the woods <laughs> and skinning your knee on the roots that she would sprout up Classic. with her 20 children. <laughs> Which actually Cannon. does sound like something that Moraldi would do. So uh, as you recount this, you have these memories of her that you did not previously have. Um, which is good. It, it helps to stave off the fade for a little bit longer. Um, as you're thinking about this, your eyes begin to glow. Roll the oh. 100. Oh, no. You kill us. Every creature within 1,000 feet dies. <laughs> well, if we get another one of those things again, I am. If he rolls 100. Two. Actually two. Actually, Actually two. two. Dustin. Oh. Oh. Um, you see as light into his body, and then light begins to crawl. Oh. Like like water dripping upwards. What? Oh. Up his skull and around his face until it wraps his entire head in in solid white light. It then begins to drip down his body until it encases a lot of who he is. Um, and you two are sitting there and currently no noise being made, only this visual, and you can feel some heat coming from him. Um, a one or a two reads this. Roll on this table at the start of each of your turns for the next minute. Which means you have to do this ten more times. So go, let's get started. No. Actually, it's nine, more, it's nine, roll, more, it's nine roll more times. What? For this damage? same D100. Wild magic, Wild magic oh. ten more times. You are now, Lupin, witnessing that his body is, getting, is being possessed by magical energy. He cannot control any of it, no matter what he says. Can We're I back gonna, away and give a little bit of space? You now, you see this, and you're backing up. <laughs> okay, yeah. I am so... You've already been hit twice by this magic. <laughs> I'm going to back away slowly. Okay, we're going to say outside of 30 love you. feet. I love you from afar. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to have you choose. How how far are you? I'm going to stand over... 30, 60, 100, 1,000. Just, like, make a rough guess how many feet away you are. Let's make it 200 feet. Okay. So, so you are sprinting. <laughs> you literally just... I only have three hit points. <laughs> only have three hit points? Well, I rested. All right. I, well, wait. We haven't no. started resting wait. yet. She has rested. Oh, yeah. So she, she has did rested. Do I She's on the set. So I'm on so set. So you, you can press the long rest button. Can you I press You can press the long rest button. Rested. You cannot press the long rest button. No, we cannot. How close, how close are they to where we're resting? Where are they keeping watch? Oh, I would think that they're pretty close. They're so probably like within like... 50? My rough guess is like within 30 feet. Because right. right. that's what people do so when they're looking beach. out for each other. What? Can we... Mm, but I'll, we... I'll say just for fun that Sar might be tied up a little farther away. 60 feet. Where's Thanks. Same. The At two of them are so good friends that they always sleep next to each other. Who? Oh. At least Sorry. Sorry. Who? Sorry. 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 All right, Justin, roll. What'd you get? Yeah, I'm going to roll like three at a time. Uh, No. Okay. <laughs> no. One at a time. But let's do it quickly here. Uh, 25. Okay. Cool. Keep, go ahead. 28. Okay. 
25. If I take it back, just keep doing this. Okay. 25, 28, 25. Yep. Write that down. Write Ooh, that down. Is, okay, that's interesting. Uh, I'm actually just going to have you do one more. Five thir- is enough. 36. 36. And one more. One more after this. Okay. 23. Lots of 20s here. Yeah. Lots of 20s. Okay. 3, 25, 25, 28, 36. Oh, roll a 25 twice? Yes. 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 Okay. Um, we've had a very weird you session. You sprint online. away. Here is what is happening to Cyprus. Cyprus. You're sitting there, and magic is taking over your body. I'm guessing you're scared, but you can't stop any of what's about to happen. The first thing that happens is... In your mind, imagine the feeling of a blindfold being put on your face, and then you were to stick a um, periscope underneath it. And so your vision gets clouded, shoved forward, and then narrowed in focus, and then take the blindfold off. You just gained a third eye in the middle of your forehead for the next minute. And your perception increases dramatically. You can see things in such clearer context and color. As you are looking out there, you see something. You see two figures in the very distance, a thousand yards. And they are wearing blue cloaks. And that's all you really know. They're moving in such a way as to be uh, walking perpendicular to your location, meaning they're going to pass you and go in a straight line at their current Were the people at the wall also wearing blue cloaks? Yeah. Okay. They continue continue walking. Do I have have the ability to say this? Or am I mad? You can say so. Consider your interrupting our rest. If they're a well, thousand nothing degrees. of any noise has happened. So wait, yet. when you say the perpendicular, you mean they're not going they're to not They're not coming towards you. They're gonna pass okay. you going perpendicular currently. But I'm gonna um, it. So that happens, and then it goes away. And then it comes back again because you hold the same <laughs> yeah. number. So you have the eyeball return. It's in a different slightly different spot. Um, you see no. it again. Um, so and watch then, them for two minutes? Yeah, you get to spy on them for two minutes. Um <laughs> Goodness gracious, what was your next roll? Oh, I already know what it was. Um, that one's more, irrelevant. Written, that one's irrelevant. Um, the fourth one begins to really shake you up. I need you to roll a d10. He rolled a 23 in between the 25. Yeah. Okay. That one does not matter. Okay. It'll matter. It'll matter uh, after this. Uh, is that a it's leaner? leaner? It's a leaner. Three roll. Three. Cypress, how old are you? Uh, 30? I wrote it down. You're an elf. You're not 30. They lived like 700 years old. Yeah, I'm still pretty young. I'm 35. They mature at 100. Yeah, are you an adult? 135. That makes sense. Okay. Um, this won't affect you that much. Um, you feel yourself instantly de-aged by three years. Huh? I feel... You. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Proportionally, basically the same. Um, and then finally, your skin turns purple. What? Nice. <laughs> Bro. The boys. <laughs> okay, then the light magic. Like a lavender. It goes away and it vanishes. <laughs> yeah, he's la- he is canonically lavender skin. You're turning violet, violet. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? 
Nah, lavender. I choose it. Um, I was gonna oh, roll I was even more. Like a dark, deep purple. All right, we'll roll in front of the table for darkness of the purple. Eighteen. It's pretty dark. Pretty pretty the dark. deep purple. Right. We could say violet or indigo, I suppose. You pick. You pick the word. I'd say. I'd say like an. Indigo, yeah. Great, you're indigo now. Congratulations. Congratulations. All right, Lupin, you see that the magic ceases. Um, I have rolled what happens. Um, They, unless you do something else, your night is uneventful other than all that. And you all wake up the next day, you may take a long rest action. Thank you. Goodness. Things. Long rest. As the next day dawns. Do you all say anything about my skin? Uh, uh, we wake uh, up. I, I, bro, is that what a moon tan looks like? <laughs> Cypress, bro, moon tan. I can blend what? in with the flowers now. What? I guess. What, what happened? I had a lot of. I just of thought I dreamed that. I dreamed I'm a lot of blue. light last Bad night. Night. Oh, I guess now you're you purple. Are right. I, uh, we need to get this thing solved. Hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot harder it's to fit in towns. So, though I, I rolled the weather, it is still very hot and sunny now. No clouds in sight. But are we in the forest? You yet? are in the forest. Okay, um, good. We're in shade. Um, I'm presuming you were able to forage for uh, some basic gatherings of uh, foods, vegetables, things like that. Um, you're really thirsty. Do you drink from the stream or for your, from your flasks? Uh, can I check if the stream is? Yep. Drinkable. Actually, let me just skip that. You, uh, uh, it looks very clean. No wonder Harold likes this uh, place so we much. We all still have salt water in yeah. our class, so I say we drink from the stream. I was, the, I was yeah. seeing if you remembered. Good yes. job. Um, you drink from the stream. I have a salty water sack. That's what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that salty water sack. Um, um, okay, why? so since Zagria... Um, said there was nothing magical about it, and because Yanka prizes fresh water at survival a lot, she dumps all of her water out, like on the ground away from the stream, and she okay. fills up her flask with fresh water. Did Zagri ever give me my water skin yeah, back? Yeah, you. Okay, you cool. Um, <laughs> you get to drown. <laughs> Dehydrate. <laughs> so, the moment that you pour out your flask of water onto the ground. Oh my gosh, just the fly. Oh, what? Um, a group of multiple species of mushrooms pop up out of the ground and are instantly available to you. I will do the same. <laughs> <laughs> you pour yours, all right, you pour yours off the ground well, and okay, yours, food, yours was um, like a moderate sized amount of these. Um, you pour yours on the ground. You must have chosen a bad spot. There's like a few mushrooms that come out of it. It kind of stinks. I'm going to save mine for one of these foods later. I'm like... I'm going to say that you have uh, enough food for uh, a day for all of you with all that. It's, okay. like, it's like like two armfuls, you know? It's okay, like a good so, amount of um, I Sar has saddlebags, so yeah. I just like... <laughs> You want to use my start picking the mushrooms? Use my <laughs> yeah, I start picking the mushrooms and we put them all in Sar's cool. saddle cool, cool, cool. Alright, well, so you now have some food for the day. That's, that's helpful. Lit. Um, and at the start of the day, it is time to wrap up this session with one final thing that represents your life on Earth. Um, uh, so nothing big. Sorry. Uh, so <laughs> we need to, in a broader sense, represent your grip on reality itself. As your corporeal <laughs> forms have these Fun little moments of phasing in and out in the wild madness. <laughs> no. Um, it's not madness. It is literally 
like phasing out of existence. Um, Even better. <laughs> as your corporeal bodies are sort of struggling with these these inflictions upon them, these random bouts of them becoming uh, uh, phased in, phased out, all these weird things that are happening to your bodies and your minds, you will eventually fade from this birth. And Celestial Ascension is well enough documented to where the understanding is in a set number of days, you will eventually just fade away. And your spirit will move into the starlight to be with the stars. Some people claim that there is no greater privilege or even duty. But others might claim that it is like death. And so I just want you to know from your understanding of your physical forms what you perceive to be the amount of time you have left. And we're going to do a roll for it. Here is the first and very important roll for your party. Because you are all affected by the same curse at about the same time, we're going to say that you all have about the same amount of time left on Chrysalis, in on Earth, so to speak. The way we're going to represent that number is in days, and we're going to find out that number of days by having all six of you roll a D4 and add it together. Roll a D4, add it all up, and tell me how many days you have left. Remember D4. Every roll is final. Oh, okay. These are some good rolls. Yeah. I missed. Three. Ugh. Well, I should have taken worse. the first one. But I'm not allowed I know. to. It's fine. Okay, hold your fingers. You add it up. Actually, no, I'll add it up. Oh. Eight, nine, 12, 15, 16 days. Am I right? Let me know. 16 days. 16 days. Someone can surely check that. Um, you feel that in a little over, so obviously you as, as people don't know, it's exactly 16 days, and then I die. You, you perceive. <laughs> As you wake up and the sun comes up and you feel the stars pulling at the nerves in your body, that your body probably has about a little over two weeks to live, um, or at least two weeks before you completely ascend. And unfortunately, as every day that passes, it gets a little harder to hold on to reality. Now comes the daily, what's called, celestial ascension check. It's going to look like this. Um, you have 16 days left. You're going to roll, we, we are all together going to roll for the table a single d20 for all of you, one d20. I can do it, one of you can do it, I don't care, don't roll it yet. Here's what that represents. You have 16 days left. If you roll above that number, so high is bad in this case, I'm just clarifying. If you roll above that number, you lose an additional day instantly. It represents you losing the capacity to connect with your corporeal self. You, it's almost like your mind begins to do kind of what Aegon's always been thinking about, which is really releasing your soul to the skies. Um, it's not necessarily going insane, but it's about your, your grip on reality. So, cool. Uh, DM Someone not DM roll? Cool. DM I can take the responsibility. If you roll lower than that number, nothing happens, but you still lose a day because a day has passed. Done. Um, and finally, if you get a critical success, which is a 20, um, that is good because you actually gain a day. For whatever reason, you found additional motivation or connection to something. It has to be, and I'll, I'll make you roleplay this if we do this, but someone or some ones in your party are connecting so intimately with something that is so strictly concrete and corporeal that it makes you want to stay that much harder. Um, and so you are able to hold on to more as a party. We'll, we'll see if that happens. But, um, so, review, 16 or lower, nothing. 17 through 19, lose an additional day, which, as you can tell, means it'll accelerate every day that passes. It's easier to hit that roll. And 20 means you actually gain a day. So crits are good. 
Will um, I have a crit fail? Nothing. Okay. Well, something different. Uh, okay. <laughs> here we go. I am going to roll in front of the table, and uh, this is your celestial ascension check for this morning. It is an eight. The day begins, and you wake up, and you feel that your time is ticking. You have 16 days. Oh, it's actually 15 days. Sorry. You, you spent the night. So you have 15 days remaining before the curse of Virgo lifts you into the skies. So what will happen to our heroes as they start a brand new journey? Knowing all of this, with friends and allies and foes behind them at the Celestial Conservatory, with mysteries untold, with wild magic surging, what exactly will happen to our heroes? Find out all of this and more next time on The Weave of the Ninth Stone. Thank you so much for joining us. We are off next Sunday because we're back on Thursday, baby. And we've got a special guest that's going to be joining us for a new little mini arc that will take place somewhere along their road. So if you have any additional notes, you can obviously, you know, like comment below and let us know what you think. But you can find the videos and the audio for all of this just by clicking the link in the description. You'll be able to hit it up on our YouTube channel and our Mixcloud and our all that other fun stuff. But uh, thanks for joining and we will see you next time. Say bye! Bye! Stop. And we're out! Woo!